Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome to Start Your Engines on what I can promise you is a beautiful Saturday morning because we're outside at Impex Pre-Owned here on the Asheville Highway. Uh, at, uh, what is that? John Dodd Road's that big intersection right John there? Dodd Road. Okay, right and uh, we're uh, looking at a beautiful selection of cars that they've got here. Come on out. There's people uh, prowling around. The, I don't know if that's the right word or not. Walking around the parking lot or the, the used car lot. And we don't call them used cars. These are pre-owned. Uh, sounds a whole lot better. And I don't. They look like they just came off the showroom floor to me. But um, welcome to Start Your Engines. We got uh, our usual cast here. With how you doing down there, Greg? Doing good. Doing good. Just a pretty day. A little warm out here, but I mean it's it's nice. But yeah, there's people out here looking at some of these fine trucks and cars and stuff. And they, like I say, these are pre-owned. These are low miles. These are good cars. But I see. Where I'm sitting, I see more trucks than anything, and they've got some beauties here. And uh, Alan, good morning. You're a truck man. What do you think? I like these cars, trucks, and I'd like to have that pretty black Denali right over there. Well, he'll work you up a deal. Well, you got to be here for three hours. You might as well make something come of it. Three hours show today. Three hours show, and it's. Uh, I tell you what, we get a three hour show, and. Uh, Start thinking of all the luxury of all this extra time, and the next next thing I know, it's it's all used up <laughs> with uh, with guests and things. And we've got some great guests for you. With um, our, uh, of course, Deb will be on at ten twenty. Deb Williams, tell us about uh, the, the 1040. scene. The what? Ten forty. Ten. What did I say? Ten twenty. Ten forty. Ten twenty is your time. That's right. Ten forty, and. Uh, Alan will be on at 10.20 to give us the local scene. And hopefully at 10.30 in that area, we'll have Hank Guyton from the Greer Drag Strip. We haven't had Hank on for a while, and I need to keep up with what's going on out there. Then Deb at 10.40. And in the top of the hour at 11 o'clock, we've got a great guest for you. Uh, Greg is taking the headphones off, but we've got Todd Bodine, who is... Uh, um, an ex-driver, but uh, he never he never hit victory lane in a cup race. But, man, he's got a lot of Xfinity wins and 22, uh, 22 truck wins and is also uh, the 2006 truck champion. So uh, he, was a, he was a heck of a driver and is now um, a personality on FS1 for their truck coverage, which the truck coverage did not change when NBC took over from uh, Fox. Uh, Trucks are on FS1 the whole year, so Todd is very knowledgeable about the trucks. And um, sitting here looking at all these trucks for sale, I'd say that's kind of appropriate by accident. But we'll have Todd on at 11 o'clock. And uh, around, uh, we got somebody else in there about maybe sometime today, 
We're going to have a special call in, Alan. Who you got? Uh, we got Tony A. there at Cherokee Speedway. They're going to have a big street stock race coming up next weekend at Cherokee Speedway. Going to pay $10,000 for a street stock race over there. It's going to be a big three-day event. I uh, talked to Tony A. there yesterday. He is in Newton, North Carolina. He is a big bowler. And he said in between games that he's going to try to call in to us and uh, talk to us a little bit about the big street stock race that they're having over at Cherokee Speedway next week. And uh, In other words, he's going to call in if he gets any spare time. Spare time. Hopefully, that's <laughs> good and bad. <laughs> you know, that's about like last week's race. I mean, I had, I had Kyle Bush. Yeah. You had but, the wrong bush. But in my heart, I'm sitting there going, come on, one, come on, one, come on, one. <laughs> yeah. And that one, I'm glad to see that boy win that race. I tell you what, and it, it looked like he was going to win it. I actually thought and was surprised that Kyle didn't run him down. But he got there, but he couldn't He couldn't pass him. Well, he couldn't. He, he got there. He couldn't pass him. Then uh, you saw the last 15, 20 laps. I think he used the front tires up on that 18 car. And... Uh, it might have been just a matter of time because that one car was fast all week long. I mean, all day long. Yeah, and um, it, it was good to see a different winner. Bush usually gets one or two a year, or, or maybe not even that. Or sometimes he'll get a big one like Daytona. But uh, he, uh, it was. I was never a big any of the Bush fans, and of course. Kurt was there first, and so I disliked him first. But now, in my old age, he's a. Uh, you know, I, I like him a heck of a lot better than Kyle, so I, I didn't mind. He's out a little bit. He's mellowed out a whole bunch. So now we've got twelve different winners. We got five races left, and just think, we could have some of our top names like Kevin Harvick, Denny mm -hmm. Hamlin, if we have a couple of more different winners on the outside looking in. On the outside looking in, and so who would have ever thought of that? Well, we got a track they're running today. Or this weekend, tomorrow, today and tomorrow, today for Xfinity and tomorrow for the Cup at Loudon, New Hampshire, which Greg has stepped away for a few minutes, but he, he never liked Loudon. Um, I guess having success there would have made that a little bit different, but Loudon's a flat track. It's a mile. Personally, I kind of like it. It uh, had a bad string there for a while when they lost uh, Kenny Irwin. And um, Adam Petty both passed away. They were then about a year of each other because of, I don't know if they attributed that to stuck throttles or what, but it was, uh, there wasn't any soft walls, and when they hit it, uh, it was bad. So. Well, well, the racetrack is a big Martinsville. It is. And whenever them boys drove off there in the first turn or the third turn, the track is just far enough that once they start spinning, somehow or another, they hit it with the driver's side door. Yeah. And, and Ken, Kenny Wallace hit it so hard. Uh, Kenny Irwin hit it so hard he turned over. Yep. But uh, and then it yeah. at, at uh, we're going to an extra hour today. Do you know that? Yes, we do. Okay, we're so, going to do uh, it next are. next hour, and got a real good guest for twelve o'clock. You remember who we got, Ronnie? No, I don't. <laughs> Alan Waddell Wilson. We got uh, Waddell Wilson, Mr. Hall of Famer, and. Maybe the premier engine builder of all time in NASCAR. That's a pretty bold statement, but he. But it's pretty accurate too. But, but he got into the Hall of Fame, and he's a great guest. And I was fooling around on a, like I do just about every night on um, YouTube last night, and I just happened to stumble. I wasn't looking for it. Of uh, the Kale Yarborough flip when he was qualifying that year at Daytona, and that was Waddell Wilson's car. And he's told us some funny stories about that, so I won't get him to go into it again. But boy, he built some cars, and it, I don't think it really mattered. Might be a good question for him.
But I don't think it really mattered if it was a Chevrolet or a Ford. I don't remember him ever building a Chrysler product. He probably did. But uh, anyway, he'll be on at 12 o'clock. He's in the Hall of Fame, and we can't wait to talk to Waddell. Mr. Horsepower. Well. Whenever you think of motors, you think of that's one of the top names up there on that list of uh, making horsepower. And you know, he worked for Hummin' Moody. Yep. Well, you know who he worked in the engine shop with James Hilton. Yes, a list of a list of top engine people has come out of that Hobbin Moody shop up there, and I mean it just goes on and on. Um, Let me ask you this about Waddell. All right, with all the restrictions that they have in NASCAR now, do you think he would be as big a name if he were starting today? Well, let me answer that this way, and I think I talked about this with Waddell, and I will I will be glad to bring it up again, or you can. Who is a big name in engine building anymore? I mean, I would have to say no, because you just don't hear them. The, what, the way they use the engines and the, what have to use the same engine and send it back. And, you know, I, it's, it's crazy how the engines are these days. And uh, I don't really understand the program myself. Cause, as I understand it, you really can't tinker on the engine once you got it. Well, that's the thing about it. So my answer to your question would be uh, probably not. Well, you look at Waddell now. If you was to go in there and tell him about like last week, they're talking about the, the limit to the 525 horsepower. If you was to tell Waddell Wilson he's going to have to be limited, he wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Pull off a plug wire. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're going to have to get down some, somewhere, boys. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia that I printed last night for Todd Bodine, and in the second sentence of the opening paragraph, and i got several pages here, it says... Bodine is known for his bald head, which has given him the nickname The Onion. So, uh, you know, he's a... That's a heck of a thing to be known for there. I did not know that was a nickname for him. Well, that's... I think Wikipedia, usually you write your own or you have it done, so I don't... Well, anybody can edit it. Yeah, well, somebody called him The Onion. I don't know who did it, but uh, I won't be calling him The Onion on the show. No, no. And, And here's another thought for you. I'm just hoping we don't go... Oh, for Bodine, because, you know, we've tried both the other brothers this year. And, uh, and I, Alex, I think you were there on the first one when uh, we tried to get Jeff Bodine all morning, and we were at Impex, and uh, I think we struck out then. I know we struck out. Yeah, he's probably tired of hearing my uh, voicemails. <laughs> well, good luck. Well, speaking with, of Impex. Good luck with Todd. Speaking of Impex, we are at Impex pre-owned cars and trucks. And you were talking about the, the beautiful vehicles out here. The couple advantages you have shopping at Impex, one, you don't have to pay the factory price for a brand new vehicle. And two, you don't have to pick a brand. I see just from where oh, we're yeah. sitting. We see Chevy trucks, GMC, Toyota, Ford, Ram trucks. And every one of them is a good-looking truck, Perry. Uh, every one of them, yeah. I see. Uh, yep, you named them all. They probably might have some more I don't see. But I tell you what, they're all beauties. And, uh, and a myriad of cars. This guy walking around here that parked this Burgundy Silverado looking for another truck. I tell you what, if he gets that for a trade-in, that looks like a beauty. So yeah. you can rest assured that... Uh, Jamie Nodine, whatever he gets in here, is going to be a top-notch car. And he was telling us a few minutes ago, while we were waiting to go on the air, how uh, he really researches this stuff hard. He mm-hmm. says he gets off here whatever time, at night and evenings, and uh, he may be on the computer at 1 o'clock in the morning tracking down cars and, and going to pick them up the next day. So uh, 
Yeah, he's working real hard. You're to, not uh, going to find a lemon on this lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, so come on out here, say hi to us. Uh, we're going to be here till one o'clock, and look forward to. Uh, and if you hear things going by in the background, we are right on 170. Is this 176? 176. 176. Oh, boy, traffic's going by, and that guy's got one of those, uh, must be one of those thrush mufflers like Jake put on his uh, <laughs> his uh, Challenger at one time. But And we're about a mile past uh, First Baptist North Spartanburg. Right. Yeah. We'll just go down the hill and up the other side, and here we are. Actually, looking out there at the street, we're at the corner of uh, 176 and Honeysuckle Road. So I guess the, the next big intersection up the, up the street there would be uh, John Dodge. So uh, if you're coming either from like uh, East Spartanburg County or West Spartanburg County that and you're in the northern end, that might be the way you'd want to go to get here. But uh, And I believe that's the Church of Advent. Uh, well, I can't, I can't make it out. Covenant. 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 Yes, Covenant Church. Yep. Right across the road from Impex Pre-Owned. And I tell you what, we, uh, we're we glad to be here. we got a lot of great guests. we got a lot of ground to cover. I do want to, on a personal note, point out that one of our guests that we had on for, for many years, in fact, uh, Ronnie, you probably, I know you remember this, the other show before us, Dropping the Dropping Hammer, the hammer. Yeah. we did it remote from Alex Beam's Memory mm-hmm. Lane Museum one time. I remember running the board for that. Yep, you ran the board for that. And Alex was a guest on uh, Start Your Engines several times. He started getting in age, up in age a little bit. And uh, I know the last two times he was on the show, he told the same story, which is okay. It was a good one. But we lost Alex yesterday. He passed away. And if you ever want to see... A museum that is, I mean, absolutely door handle, door handle packed with with uh, historic race cars, and I, I don't believe he's got any any dadgum uh, um, uh, tribute cars, as they call them, or or you know something that's not the original thing. He's got them packed in there. He's got sprint cars, midgets, but mostly stock cars, and he's also got an outstanding selection of uh, or selection. I sound like I'm selling them. Uh, a variety of antique cars that he sell that he uh, rents out to Hollywood, and I remember when he uh, did, when they did made the movie. Uh, it was leather heads, right? Right. right. Rather, le- not leather necks. It was leather heads, which was the uh, filmed up at the old Bowling Springs High School. Yep, uh, about football, playing football in the four, uh, in the twenties when they were using leather helmets. That's right. He. Uh, Almost all of the cars, the antique cars that they used for that, came from Alex Beam. And Alex, uh, of course, was real good friends with Neil Castles, who the, the last book I wrote was on Neil. And Neil told me the story about how when they made that movie, they didn't have enough people to drive Model Ts because nobody knows how to drive one. They had to have like a whole uh, training course on for the extras and the drivers to learn to drive those Model Ts. So, anyway, we lost Alex yesterday. I know he was a good friend. I've got other things to say about it. And speaking of Deb Williams, I met Deb Deb Williams at one of Alex's events, as I did so many other people in the racing world. 
And um, so we'll be talking about him off and on throughout the show. But I think right now we probably need to take our first break and come back and let Alan tell us what's going on locally this week and last week. And hopefully we'll talk to Hank Guyton at 1030. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. For scores, high school football schedules, articles, and everything going on here at the station, download our app today. Just search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine, wine pairing or the ideal gift jim and the staff at palmetto spirits will get it in your hands palmetto spirits located at the corner of reedville and anderson mill roads make phillips and long fuel chesney your source for propane in spartanburg county they offer propane for hot water heaters cooking and heat they can fill your growth tank and get you ready for growing season not only do they sell propane but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane if your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. I see the moon rising. That bad moon rising usually means that it's time for Alan Hill and his local results. And uh, well, well, you know, most of our local racetracks race at night, so you know, whenever we do see a full moon coming up over in the corners, it it means one thing: action. They're going to be a lot of tour up race cars at the end of the night. <laughs> we got we got uh, a full moon tonight. I don't think we do. Hopefully we don't. But uh, we've only got one racetrack around here locally that's going to be racing tonight. Okay. So, what uh, we got? 
But uh, I'm going to start with last week's results up at Harris Speedway. Okay, let's start off with the stock four division. First place went to Matt Gilbert. Second went to Kevin Cooper. Third went to Casey Tile. 602 late models. First place went to John Price. Second went to John Ruggiero Jr. Third went to Jay Merrick. In the Young Gun Division, first place went to Caden Presnell. Second went to Bryson Lindsley. Third went to John Michael. In the Front Wheel Divide Division, first place went to Jonathan Shratt. Second went to Bradley Williams. Third went to Trent Blackwell. Renegade Division, Josh Burgess again, so nobody has collected that bounty on Josh, and I think it's going to keep going up. Uh, second place went to Josh Hoots. Third went to Benji Whiteside. Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Deuce Miller. Second went to Ricky Jones. Third went to Justin White. In the Crate Sportsman Division, first place went to Jake Jackson. Second went to Spencer Childers. Third went to Brandon Satterfield. I see a very suspicious character prowling around the parking lot. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Look, now we're going to Looks get... like a Delaney. I'm sorry. Go looks ahead. like he's walking with a purpose. Yeah. And now we're going to get to the big feature races. $1,000 in pure stock. First place went to Josh Ayers. Second went to Mikey Brock. And third went to Justin Laws. And now the big feature of the night, $2,000 in Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Benji Knight. Second went to Blake Bentley. And third went to Madison Hoots. Now let's move over to Traveler's Rest last night. First place in rookie division, Caden Presnell. Second, Dale Bennett. Third, Christian Henderson. Thunder Bomber Futures. First place, Blade Edwards. Second, Deuce Miller. Third, Stetson Todd. Pure Stock Division. First place, Kevin Nation. Second, TJ Penfield. Third, went to Taylor Johnson. Renegade Division. First place, went to Donnie Atkins. Second, went to Scott Cannon. And no third place car to it in the Renegade Division. They and didn't have enough, or you just don't I, have it? I may have had a big pile up there over there at Renegade, okay. so uh, I don't know if they had enough cars to come out there for the main event, but they need to be doing something, because if they don't, they're going to move in boys to a different division. Who was that guy that was showing up every couple of weeks? That Was, was that To Be Determined, or what was that guy's name? Uh, to Be Determined. Uh, Data unavailable. Data unavailable. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> Four Division. First place went to Ricky Holcomb. Second went to Tony Stevens. Third went to Chase Steven. Uh, Thunder Bombers. First place went to Dustin Mars. Second went to Jason Edmonds. Third went to Will Williams. Crate Sportsman Division. First place went to J Chris Jackson. Second went to Timmy Smith. Three went, third went to Lee Higdon. In the 602 Crate Late Models, first place went to Rob Roberts. Second went to Dustin Taylor. Third went to Jake Jackson. And now we're going to move up to Carolina Speedway. That's up in Gastonia, North Carolina. In the Thunder Sportsman Division, first place went to David Lucas. Second went to Brandon White. Third went to Nick Milstead. In the Pro 4 Division, first place went to Barrett Bishop. Second went to Sparks Paris. Third went to Curtis Bishop. In the Super Sportsman Division, first place went to Coke Gilliam. You know, Coke got him a ride in the truck division. Oh, is that right? You know, whenever they went to dirt at uh, Eldora oh, last right. year. Mm. And uh, so it's good to see him win in the Super Sportsman Division at Carolina Speedway. Uh, second was Chris Mercer. Third went to Josh Wilkerson. In the Horace Division, first place went to Jonathan Sratt. Second went to Christopher Meadows. Third went to Andrew Rick. 
in the Thunder Bomber division. First place went to Benji Knight. Benji Knight on the roll. He, he, he got the big money at Harris last week, so now he went to Carolina last week and got the money up there. Second went to Blake Blitley. Third went to Madison Hoots. In the Pure Stock division, first place went to Shorty Lacey. Second went to Justin Wyatt. And third went to Grayson Settles. And like I said, Cherokee Speedway, they was off last weekend. Uh, they thought they were supposed to have the big Lucas Oil race over there last Thursday night a week ago. So, yeah, they, uh, that's that the one they called off from Ohio. That, that was one they called off <laughs> from Ohio and uh, did not have no results from Cherokee Speedway. And as a matter of fact, they're off again tonight because they are having a big race up at, at uh, Charlotte this weekend. On the dirt track. On the dirt track. And... Uh, Reason I said them names is such a big hurry is we got Hank gotten trying to call in here at ten thirty and uh, uh, kind of rushed through them names and and I'll probably uh, hold on here a little bit and tell you what all our local racing's going to do just as soon as we get done. We might save it for part of our third hour about our local racing. They got a big race up there at uh, Charlotte Speedway. They call it the Carolina Sizzler. Uh, also got a big race up at Harris Speedway tonight. So if uh, you don't want to drive over to Charlotte, you can drive up here to Harris Speedway and watch the David Higgins Memorial race up at Harris Speedway tonight. And uh, I'm just waiting on Hank gotten to call in here. He's supposed to be calling in here at about 1030 to give us some local stuff on Greer Dragway. Yeah, we haven't talked to Hank in a while. And I think, uh, actually, we're reaching out to him. So... Uh Hopefully, we'll have him in just a minute. Okay. I, I want to say one thing, and I don't mean to get on a bad note here, but uh, I don't want to drive the Charlotte. The I-85 is bad, and it proved that at its very worst this oh, week. Man, so, uh, 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 so um, we uh, don't just, even want to think about driving the Charlotte. But good news. We've got Hank Guyton on the horn right now. Good morning, Hank. Good morning, Perry. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Getting ready to go to the racetrack. Well, tell me what's going on out there today. It looks like you got a good day for it. Uh, yes, sir, we do. Uh, we got our regular. We got two races today. Matter of fact, um, we got a regular race. Uh, we're the point, uh, pros, foot brake, junior dragsters, and the sportsman class. And then this afternoon, later on, when we get done with the first race, we got this class. It's called eight six four. And it, what it is, is uh, it's going to start around 6 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, it's basically, uh, well, 864 is the area code for around here, so that's, the, that's their group. And uh, they're basically uh, high-powered street cars. They can run a, uh, the biggest tire you can run is a 10-inch drag, uh, drag radial, or you can run a 10 or 10.5-inch slick. But it's got to be... Steel quarter panels, steel roof, steel doors, uh, no willy bars. Kind of like basically, you know, they'll probably pull them in on trailers, but you could drive, you could unload them and drive them on the street if you wanted to. But that's just a heads kind, up. Kind of a Whoever run gets there first is the winner. Yep. Well, hey, so that's uh, today. No, go ahead. I mean, just that's the two we got today. Okay, well, how's it been yeah. going so far this summer? We've got been kind of lax in, in getting in contact with you, but uh, how's your show's been? Uh, I, I don't know if we've talked to you very much since Memorial Day, so it's like uh, 
just about the first half of the summer. I know, yeah. I mean, if we've been we've been having good crowds. Uh, uh, we see we are into uh, our next week is our points race number seven, and we run we run ten points races. So we we moving quite you know moving around moving on down the road here. I guess we only got Can like. Hank, tell us, tell us what more time to go. The gates open and ticket prices. Uh, gates open at twelve o'clock today. Uh, ten dollars. For uh, adults, uh, under six is free. Under twelve is three dollars, I believe, or four dollars. So, uh, yep. One of the best buys in town. Yes. And some of the best food I've heard. Yes. Miss uh, Miss Roxanne makes her own chili. So yeah. Oh yeah. Now, we got to go all the way to 1 o'clock before I get a chance to eat, so let's don't get talking about the delicious food at the drag strip, but I have heard that. I've heard that yep. for years. Uh, oh, yeah, I had a... Go ahead, sir. No, no, you go ahead. I had a, uh, I had a fried bologna, a fried bologna with chili and cheese Thursday night, and it was excellent. Ooh, honey hush. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Hank, I know that you... Uh, Y'all really roll out the red carpet for the fans. And do you have any kind of special events coming up uh, uh, in the near future or towards the end of the summer? Or, or you know, like, yeah, I, I know it's way too early to talk about the Halloween thing for the kids. Yeah. But uh, what, um, any special events coming up uh, that we need to know about? Oh, yeah. We got one coming up. Uh, well, we got a regular points race next week. And then after that, week after that, we got a points race. But August the 7th. Uh, ten thousand dollars to win. Wow! Uh, wow! Yeah, and on top of that, the same day they're gonna have uh forty-eight cars, which are pre-entered, to run for a dragster. Giving away a brand a dragster. new dragster. Yeah, a dragster, a long wheelbase dragster. They're gonna forty-eight of us. Hopefully, I'm one of them because you know you got to pre-enter, and uh. You know, during that ten thousand dollar race, he's going to have this race, and the winner gets a brand new dragster. Now, where does this dragster, dragster come from? Uh, okay, uh, you answered the question. Yeah. Is this yeah. something uh, y'all bought? Maddox race cars out of uh, uh, Moonville, South Carolina. That's what he does: builds race cars, and he's going to be the one. That furnishes the car, but uh, the race is sponsored by uh, Ivy Hutto Golf Carts out of Georgia. Okay. See, now, last year I, I, I don't know if you noticed. Last year we had a we had a sixteen uh, sixteen car shootout for a brand new twenty twenty one golf cart, and yours truly won it. So, <laughs> oh wow, I won it. And it, you know, is it a little so hot rod, Hank? Uh, no, but it's it's got the brand new uh, EFI gas motor on it. It's jacked up. It's uh, you know, it it needs uh, the governor needs working on. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you don't mean McMaster down in Columbia, do you? Uh, this this will come out of uh, Ivy uh, Hutto in way down there in Georgia somewhere. Oh, yeah. I got to ask you this. I, I, I mean, where in the world is Moonville? I've been in this state my whole life. I, know. I don't know where. I never heard of Moonville. Do you know where uh, 
You know where Piedmont, South Carolina is? Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's right there. They kind the of suburb lie. of Piedmont. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hank, uh, I, I, I think you can go down 85, get on Highway 25, and go it is, towards Greenwood. Yeah. I think it's about the easiest way to go. So, yeah. It is. Yeah. And they've yep. actually got little signs on the side of the, of the road that says Moonville. Yep. Uh, Hank, how many years have you been in operation out there at Greer, at, uh, Greer Dragway, Drag Strip? Uh, they started in 1955. What I understand, uh, some people say 1953, but uh, I'm pretty sure. You know, we had some shirts made one time, and it was like 1955. Uh, the Greer JCs actually is the ones that started the racetrack itself, and then uh, Mike Greer and his family they bought it um, some years back, and uh, and he's he's owned it for a, quite a while. Does how does the future look for Greer Drag Strip? I mean, uh, you hear about a lot of short tracks and things uh, might be in trouble, or the neighborhoods around are, you know, not exactly conducive to having a racetrack. What's the what's the future of Greer? Because God, I'd sure hate to lose Greer Drag Strip. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, just talking to Mike Greer, listening to Mike Greer is best. I mean, you know, he's he still has to go. He still has to go to the uh, county council meetings and get permits if he wants to run. Just like, uh, just like that race coming up, it might it, it'll probably run a little longer than ten o'clock at night, and it might not. But he has to go get a permit just to uh, make sure that you know he's 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 covered. Uh, but he's done a bunch of improvements, like in the, in the last three to four years, he's done a lot of improvements. Cause like I said, he. He uh he's we got brand new aluminum bleachers uh out there. He's got that brand new concession stand. He built a brand new uh restrooms with uh it's air conditioned restrooms with uh for the men and the ladies and on the back side it has even has showers. So uh, Oh great. Yeah. Uh he spent a lot of money in in the last ten years. Um uh, but um uh, I mean, as far as the, the community, the community around there is, uh, you know, they've always uh, supported the Greer Dragway because, I mean, that's how a lot of those people grew up coming to the Greer Dragway. Now, you got a lot of these people, with these new housing developments and these uh, apartments coming in, you know, they kind of, every now and then, they'll kind of call and complain a little bit or, or call their county council or somebody like that. And, uh, so far, um, Spartanburg County Council is, uh, you know, behind the Greer Dragway because, I mean, we pay our, we pay, my, I say we, I mean, he pays his taxes and he's he brings money into the uh, Spartanburg County itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Because like well, every Thursday that, night, we have lots of people on Thursday night for testing tune for the young people, really. Well, with all the improvements and everything, it sounds like you're here to stay, and that's good news to my ears because uh, we're always talking about we got to support our local tracks and not let them, not let them go by the wayside. It's not, and, and you answered another question that I know I've asked you before, and I've asked other people uh, with Greer. I think the city being mostly in Greenville County, but the Greer Dragway is in Spartanburg. 
Absolutely. Okay, well, that's it's good to know yep. we're still in business with a with yes. racing and uh, you know in both uh, drivers and cars and and a, tr- a facility itself. So, uh, Hank, you just keep doing the great stuff you're doing, and uh, we're not going to let it be uh, whatever it's been a month or so since we last talked to you. We're going to stay in touch <laughs> with you a little more yep. often. And look, yep. you just call us, okay? We uh, oh, okay. we got a two hour we got a two hour show every week. You call or call me or call uh, you know and let us know that you want to come on and you got you got time anytime you want it. We might have to work you around another guest, but you will always have a platform uh, at WSPG and on Start Your Engines. Well, I sure appreciate that, Perry. I do a whole lot. Okay, buddy. We'll talk to you uh, down the road. Thank you very much, and good luck tonight with all with the weather and your crowds and uh, and some great racing. Hey, Perry, can I say one thing? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, uh, everybody pray for the Gene Cromer family. He died uh, Wednesday. I don't know if people know have heard of Gene Cromer, but he drove the Moonlighter uh, 41 with his gaster over at Greer Dragway and around Spartanburg and Greenville for... From back in the sixties, uh, he had an accident with that race car uh, in his driveway, and uh, oh no! And he passed away. He was like eight. I think Gene was eighty-four years old, but uh, he was a he was a always a Ford man. So I know I know Greg Moore would probably know, probably knows heard of him or knows him, but uh, the Moonlighter. He drove the Moonlighter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that car. Well, okay. we certainly do yep. want to remember him in our prayers. And uh, yep. thank you for pointing that out. And, uh, Hank, uh, best of luck to you. And we'll be talking to you anytime you want to come on. And for sure, we'll schedule something soon. Okay. Thank you, Perry. Alan, I appreciate appreciate everybody, uh, uh, you know, helping us out with the Greer Dragway. You know, let me talk about it. Oh, uh, anytime, buddy. That's Hank Guyton from Greer Dragway. We're a little late, so let's take our next break, and I'm sure Deb is probably calling in. You're listening to Start Your Engines. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this, there's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. We are The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. This is now on FM at 98.3. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. This is Jeremy Clement. 
and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498 FM. Speedy Lubin Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy, but also juicy and tender. Okay, it's crispy, juicy, tender. All one word. But then, also pickle. Oh, and potato bun, which is two words. Okay, we can't sum up our new crispy chicken sandwich in one word, so you'll just have to try it to understand it. Order ahead on the McDonald's app at participating McDonald's. Welcome back to Start Your Engines, live from Impex Pre-Owned out here on the Boiling Springs Asheville Highway. Deb, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We're out here on remote out in uh, the wide open spaces. And I'm um, sorry we cut into your time a little bit there with uh, our previous guest. But let's. I want to get straight to something that Greg and I have already talked about. And as soon as I... Notified you last night, I told him that we lost a really, really big, good friend in, in auto racing with Alex Bean yesterday. And I, 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 met he, I met you at his place, and I met everybody at his place. So, any thoughts on Alex? You know, Alex is very, very special, and the museum that he created there had so much history in it. But the thing that, of course, was so neat about Alex was how he wanted to take care of of the racers that built the foundation of this sport. And, of course, it was when he would have the event, Legends Helping Legends, that you're talking about where we met. And, you know, he would always have a person in there that he was was going to help. But so many other people, from Ned Jarrett to Bobby Allison to Tom Higgins, it, you know, the people were there, Francis Flock. Uh, yep. Buddy Parrott, Waddell Wilson, Sam Hart, pitching and help, yeah. And you know the thing that was so cool about his museum—not only did it have racing history in it, but it had histories of bicycles and cars. And my favorite car, or the one that most intrigued me in there, was a car that was used up in Canada and up in Alaska, where back at the turn of the century. It had front wheels, of course, in good weather, but then when the snow and ice came, oh, yeah. you took the front wheels off and put the snow skis on there for it. <laughs> I and, remember that car. Yeah, and he played such an instrumental. A lot of people don't realize the instrumental role he played in movies. I mean, there right. were cars that he leased that were used in the color purple. There were cars he had that were used in a Robert Redford movie that was filmed about Cuba. And, of course, the barn that everybody knows so well in the Days of Thunder where Harry Hogg built yes. the cars, that was owned by Alex. And, you know, it's it's always good to go by Highway 150 in Mooresville and see that barn still standing there. But now that we've lost Alex, I don't know how much longer that barn will be there. I hope his son will continue to keep it going as well as the museum. 
Well, I tell you, that barn looked like it was about to blow over 10 years ago. <laughs> if it's still there, that's pretty good. Greg's got some special memories of uh, of Alex. Oh, he's a super guy, and, and he all the time was calling us and wanting us to come up there on any event they had, and and like I say, Debbie, he really rode the carpet out for us, didn't he? I mean, he... Oh, yes, he, just, he did. Uh, mm-hmm. Super, super nice guy and had some of the best exhibits. I mean, it, don't he... Beth, I remember he's even got the motor that Walter supposedly blowed in the Winston or, or the All-Star race one year, and, and, and I was pretty amazed at some of the stuff that he had. Well, Greg, he's got stuff out of your dad's office. Oh, I know he got Daddy's desk, and he got his little nameplate that sat there for years and years, and the telephone actually come off of St. John Street at Bud Moore's garage. An old rotary black phone that yeah. weighs about a ton. Well, that's something like Sam Drucker would use, you know, Green <laughs> Acres. But he had all that stuff down there and had an Earnhardt car that was correct. Uh, yeah. in there and, and, and had a little bit of he had just everything in there this just a fine man it's well, a great loss I just hope oh yeah and you know he has him. this he has the sheet metal in there too the remains of Lee Petty's car from when Lee right. went over the turn at Daytona with Johnny Beauchamp yeah yeah he's I mean there's so many things in there I know I talked to Winston Kelly one time and he says his mouth just waters walking through that place, looking at the things that he wishes he had. So, uh, I know. It, 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 if you ever get a chance, it's off of I seventy seven. I don't know that exit number anymore. I used to, but it's it's, it's one fifty. Okay, and it's Highway one fifty, and you take it east, and eventually West. you'll come to Alex. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. West. West uh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm uh, directionally challenged this morning. The uh, you take it west. <laughs> To uh, uh, on the left, I know that you'll see Alex Beam's uh, Memory Lane Museum, and I, he, he's got a store in front that's full of racing things you can buy and uh, big into bicycles, and it's it's just a great place. You don't plan on rushing through there because you can't do it if you're a race fan. That's exactly right. Yeah, it, it definitely needs an allotment of uh, at least an hour, if not more. Oh, d- an hour. An hour will get you maybe out of the gift shop, but um, <laughs> did, did, Deb, did you hear anything? Did you hear anything about any services for him, or maybe it's too early? Or I, 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 I checked don't this put... morning. I checked this morning the funeral home that's handling their arrangements in Morrisville, and all they had at this time was just that he had passed, and that more okay. was coming. That the family was working on the obituary. So okay, we don't know service well, we'll, arrangements at this time. We'll keep that in mind, and maybe talk about it some more uh, next week. But we had a pretty interesting Cup race last week, and uh, as far as I was concerned, kind of a surprise winner. I mean, Kurt Busch can win any time, but. Uh, he doesn't always pop right into my mind, and obviously because we never pick him. So uh, that was a good. I, I enjoyed the race. It was. It was uh, interesting coming down to the end about whether or not Kyle Bush would get up there to pass his older brother, and of course it put Kurt Bush into the playoffs now. But it was definitely an intriguing race, and I know there's been a lot of talk this week about Ross Chastain blocking. Well, Ross Chastain didn't block. You can no, say, he yes, he did, but he did not. And, no. you know, Kurt, I think what a lot of people don't realize is Kurt asked his spotter to ask um, Ross Chastain's people to tell Ross that his car was working better on the bottom 
and he to give him the bottom lane. So Ross had moved up just to honor Kurt's wishes, and um, that was to give Kurt the bottom lane. So, you know, if if you had talked about blocking, I mean, he would have blocking would have been had he just cut up there in front of Kyle when Kyle had a run. But he didn't do that. If you'll go back and look no. at the video, Ross was in front of Kyle for quite some, or in that high lane for quite some time until Kurt went by. Absolutely. I didn't see anything that resembled blocking. Before the time gets away from us, Deb, uh, give us your pick for this week. We've already uh, had Blaney picked, and uh, you're next. Denny Hamlin. Uh, okay. Denny Hamlin, you got him, and he's going to win one sooner or later. Uh, I'll I'll stick with uh, Elliot. How about you, uh, Greg? Uh, I'll go with Keselowski. Okay, Keselowski. Ronnie, uh, Ronnie's on the phone. We'll get his later. What about you, Alan? I think I'm going to take a four car. He's going to win eventually, and we'll get Jada's later. We give her the 18 car again. Okay. She might get on a roll. She might. So, uh, well, Deb, uh, it's... Getting into the just the hot thick of the season. There's a lot of racing on this weekend where we didn't have too much at all last weekend. And uh, I know you're. Uh, I know you're looking forward to. You're going to Nashville, right? Uh, no, I mean oh, I I'm thinking about it, but I haven't. Oh no, 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 no. Huh? Are you talking about the SRX series? Or are you talking about the IndyCar? No, no. The IndyCar. IndyCar. I'm still thinking about it. I don't know. That's Watkins Glen weekend and. Um, you know, right now we're getting ready for the playoffs. And, of course, with all the news this week with Austin Cendrick going into the two-car at Team Penske next year and Harrison Burton being named to the 21 car and the Keselowski-Roush-Fenway press conference is scheduled for this coming Tuesday at 11 o'clock at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So, you know, that's once that all gets settled, and, of course, when Roger Penske was on the Zoom conference on um, the Thursday, he already mentioned that, you know, he would have loved to have had Keselowski two to three more years, but Brad had talked to him about wanting to become a team owner, and of course, the way the Penske situation is structured, that wasn't going to be possible there, and um, this opportunity came up with Roush Fenway, and that was the direction that Brad wants to go for his future, so... uh, you know, he said that Brad will be included in the meetings and everything. He still would like to win a championship with Brad this year. Yep, so, and of course they won the last championship with Dodge. The Dodge ever won, and uh, yeah. So uh, they've got quite a history together, and I I know it's got to be exciting for Keselowski. Now he goes to Roush Fenway. Uh, if will he take over the six car, or have they decided that, or add a car because? They've got uh, who now? Newman and Stenhouse, or is that their drivers? No, Chris Busher. Stenhouse Busher, is over Busher. at JTG Darty. Yeah, right, right, uh, right, right. Chris Busher has already been signed, and that's been announced that he would be back. So, you know, the big question is the six car. So, I think a lot of people are thinking that Keslowski will go in the six, and Newman may be odd man out. But uh, well. You know, we'll know more on Tuesday at the press conference about that. Do you have a special relationship with, with Ryan Newman, don't you? Have You've been friends with him for years? Well, when Newman, I was working for Roger Penske when uh, Newman came in as a rookie up there. And, of course, I wrote 
the Ryan Newman book, uh, right. Engineering Speed. So, um, I, you know, I've covered Newman and, and, of course, worked closely with him at, at Penske when he was there and, and had his good, se- great season and, and won all those Bush, then Bush Series races and all. So we've had a, a special working relationship. And in fact, he'll mess with me on the highway if he comes up behind me. <laughs> uh, but he drafting. did it going to Darlington a few years ago, and um, he zipped past me, and it, we got into it about, he said something about not stopping. And anyway, he was running late, and, and he got mad. He felt I was slowing him down, so... He breathed on well, by. You know, I've always heard that he's uh, he's one of the toughest people to try to pass out on the track, and I I wish him a lot of success. I've always liked Ryan Newman, and uh, you know he's, he's been quite a while now between wins. But uh, I tell you what, uh, what a story he was with at Daytona with his bad crash a couple of years ago, and I know you were all over the top of that as well. So, uh, um, mm-hmm. de- uh, and, and of course we got. Matt D. Benedetto, which I saw a little piece on him this week with him talking about it, and he uh, he understands what's going on, but he's not particularly fond of the situation, and I, I hope he lands on his feet somewhere. Yeah, I hope he and Ross Chastain both do. Uh, you know, I, I really like Ross, and Ross is tough to pass just like Newman is, but why shouldn't you be tough to pass? Why should you give something to somebody? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I I like that, and he. Uh, um, I've just all, I've I've always heard people talk about that. Deb, we got about a minute. We got our last SRX race that you mentioned just now, and that's at Nashville tonight, and that's at the old fairgrounds, right? That's correct. That is at the old fairgrounds. So I think it'll be really interesting, and of course, you've got Chase Elliott racing in it with with Bill, and uh, Haley Deegan will be in it tonight. So they've got twelve cars tonight out there, and um, you know Tony Stewart's leading the point standings. But Tony said in a Zoom conference Wednesday, we had one with Tony and Bill and Chase, and uh, Tony said that there's so many tracks, short tracks, and and maybe even a road course that want to be a part of next year's SRX series. He said he's got more tracks calling wanting to be a part of it than he has drivers wanting to be a part of it. I bet he does, and I'll tell you what, um, I think it was a success. I hope all the fans did uh, that were tuning in. I hope they had good ratings, and all I can say about tonight's race is uh, they got a year to fix them, so anything's going to, I'd say it's going to be one of those bring me back the steering wheel kind of deals. I'm sure it will be, particularly on the old fairgrounds speedway, and of course, Marcus Smith wants to revitalize that track and uh, bring it back. So hopefully this will be a good shot in the arm for that. Deb, we got about 20 seconds, so thank you so much for coming on. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And we got two weeks off now after this, remember? Okay, thank you. That's Deb Williams. and uh, Thank you. She's the smartest woman we know in racing. So uh, no we're going to take it. our top of the hour break and come back with... Todd Bodine, you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 in Spartanburg. We are Fox The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are Fox Sports. And 
Here's what you need to know. The top of the field is on the course in round three of the British Open. Louis Oosthuizen has the lead at 11 under par, two shots ahead of Colin Morikawa. They are just getting underway. Jordan Spieth and Dustin Johnson parred their first holes of the day, so Spieth remains three shots off the lead with Johnson remaining four shots back. Olympic organizers confirmed today that a person staying in the Olympic Village in Tokyo has tested positive for the coronavirus. The person was not an athlete, identified only as games-concerned personnel coming from outside of Japan. In Major League Baseball Friday night, the San Diego Padres scored a franchise record 24 runs in a 24-8 victory at Washington. Jake Cronenworth hit for the cycle in only six innings. Jed Lowry's two-run home run at the bottom of the ninth inning gave Oakland a 5-4 victory over Cleveland. I'm I- a few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey everyone, this is Ben Ingram. Wake up weekday mornings with Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on Spartanburg's home for the Atlanta Braves, Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster in Jenny Montgomery Scott's Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-ifs to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take that first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. This is Jeremy Clement, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. There's a new sandwich shop in downtown Spartanburg. It's the Sandwich Shop. Sam and Mitch are two local guys making roast beef, corned beef, and meatballs in-house. They pile it up high to build French dips, Rubens, and meatball subs. I know Sam and Mitch, and I can tell you, if you're looking for a couple of ringers for your best ball foursome, I never slide. Look elsewhere. But if you're looking for great sandwiches, take advantage of the free parking at City Hall and visit the Sandwich Shop, 201 Wall Street, downtown Spartanburg. The Hub City Farmer's Market is open every Saturday from April 3rd through December 11th. The Hub City Farmer's Market features fresh local produce, meat, and dairy products. You can also pick up artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday features live music and activities for the kids. Shop local with the Hub City Farmer's Market, part of the Northside Harvest Park at 498 Howard Street. Open Saturdays, 8 a.m. to noon, April 3rd through December 11th. 
Winning takes a strong team effort, and you'll win when you trust the Capasi Glass Mart team for your commercial and residential glass needs. Storefronts, auto glass, safety glass for heavy equipment, window and insulated glass, patio doors and plexiglass, mirrors, expert repair service. Plus, Capasi Glass Mart provides 24-hour emergency board-up service. Call the Capasi Glass Mart team today at 583-6200. That's 583-6200. Capasi Glass Mart, serving the upstate since 1975. Capasi Glass Mart, helping your team win. Jacobs Clothing and Home Goods is now open at 2601 East Main Street, Suite 21 in Spartanburg. Jacobs Clothing and Home Goods carries a vast selection of clothing for the whole family, as well as lighting, small appliances, kitchen gadgets, and much, much more. They have antiques, jewelry, formal gowns, lots of brand name items at really low prices. Jacobs Clothing and Home Goods reminds you to shop local and support local businesses in your community. Stop by and see what these local folks can do for you. Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., 2601 East Main Street in Spartanburg. Live from the Fox Sports 1498-3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engines. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines. Racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of a special three-hour edition of Start Your Engines here live from not the Fox Studios in Spartanburg, but from Impex Pre-Owned up here on the Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. And it's my great pleasure to welcome racing veteran, two-time truck champion, Todd Bodine. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. How y'all doing today? We're doing great. And, uh... It's uh, it's great to have you on the show. I don't think we had you last year, but we've had you in the past, and uh, it's great to see you. And it's great to keep up with you on uh, FS1 with your uh, studio co-host uh, duties and and uh, everything that you add to the telecast. It's uh, it's great having you on our show. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's always fun to talk about trucks, and uh, very fortunate, you know. Uh, a lot of athletes get to the end of their career, and they, they really don't know what they're going to do. And I was very fortunate that Fox gave me a call and let me come over and do some stuff with the truck series. We got the pre-race show with Caitlin Vincy and Phil Parsons and have a lot of fun every week talking trucks. Yeah, I tell you, uh, uh, Todd could drive anything. I mean, he, he he run good in the cup, he run good in the bush, and just tore them trucks all to pieces. I mean, I don't mean tearing them up. He just, he just, <laughs> I'm about he, to correct you yeah, on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, he just really runs good in those things. But, Todd, I don't know if you remember or not, I was going to kind of lay this as a prize on Perry and Allen and uh, uh, Ronnie. But people might not know it, but, you know, we had Brett drive the car, and, and we had Jeff drive the car, and both of them done a super good job. Uh, but Todd actually drove our car in practice a little bit. So we've actually had three Bodines run our car. We've, we were up at uh, 
I think we're up there at Richmond with having trouble with the brakes or something. I can't remember. Uh, Todd went out and took it and shook it down for a few laps. And, uh, it, it, it could run a good time. Yeah, run a good time just because the other driver would run. And he gave us his opinion of it. And, uh, you know, he was right. It needed a little this, a little that, and the whole thing. And he, he made him a couple of runs in it. But uh, I'd, I'd like to been able to say we race a full season with all three Bodines or, or a bunch of seasons with all three. But uh, Todd can do Yeah, you know, you know what? I, I would have really uh, enjoyed that, Greg. You know, uh, you and your dad your family have been so uh, instrumental, uh, especially dad. He's so instrumental in the growth of NASCAR and, and from where the sport came from to where it got to. Uh, you guys had a big part of that, and I I would have really enjoyed that being a part of the history of the Moors and uh, everything you had going on. But I I yeah. I had totally forgotten about that, Greg. Boy, you got a great memory. <laughs> it's selective. Yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's running for Raymock, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he was running good, but uh, but like I say, you got in the car. I think. I want to say Lake or Trickle, but I think I think it was Lake. And uh, he came, he had his own shop package, run everything. Todd pretty all gone sharp on in Jetsies. You know what I'm saying? He tell you what he wants. Um, you did just a great job in the Xfinity series too. I mean, 15 wins there, 22 in the truck champion in the truck uh, series, and two uh, uh, championships there, and a, a pretty good rivalry in the trucks. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had a me and Kyle had a little bit of fun. I can I guess you could say it that way. Maybe yeah, we we butted heads. You know, we uh, Kyle is so darn good, and not that people backed off or gave him his way or got out of his way, but I I never gave him a break, and <laughs> we got to where we were we'd run. Heads up quite often when he would race, and uh, he he got the better of me. He probably won two thirds of the heads up races, and I won a third of them. But you know, we we always run hard. There's a lot. There's a mutual respect, you know, that comes with everything. And I think that's one thing Kyle and myself had, you know, a, a mutual respect when we got in the truck series. And uh, he knew he knew he couldn't push me around and get away with it, so it made it a lot more fun for him, I believe. Well, Todd, this is Alan Hill. My brother said that one time you drove for him whenever he was working for with Mr. Blair, a lawyer out of Arkansas, and he said that you had to put a cushion underneath you out on the racetrack on the starting line, and you didn't tell him nothing about it. Just to be able to get in that car. <laughs> yeah, His brother's I, I Mike remember Hill. that. Yeah, I remember and so, that. I, and there was something about, and there was something about the seatbelt buckle went through the steering wheel. You was in such a hurry to get in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was a bad deal. Let me tell you, that's. Uh, I forget why I wanted the pad. I, I don't remember why, but we did put a pad under me, and we we took off. It was uh, a Charlotte race. It was the Cup race at Charlotte. And the car, the car was absolutely flying. I mean, we really, honestly had a shot to win the race with that car. It was that good. And as the race went on, and you know, I, I, 
I sweat really bad. I'm, I'm just one of those guys that just sweats a lot. As the race went on and the seat belts got wet, the lap belts started to stretch a little bit. And when they stretched and got a little loose, the the latch that actually holds the belts together came up and started hitting the steering wheel. And at the at the time, I didn't know it. I thought we had power steering issues. You know, you, you, as you're racing, you can't look down and see what's going on down there at the bottom of the steering wheel. So I had no idea. And we didn't know until after the race. We still finished well. I think we were top 15. Um, but after the race, when I got got undone and looked down, there was all these grindings from the steering wheel pads that were sitting there in my lap. And we were like, are you kidding me? This is what happened. It took us out of the shot to win the race. But, yeah, that was... Uh, that wasn't one of my finer moments for sure, but boy, we had a fast race car that night. Well, it sounds like this crew I we got here on this show is bringing up some memories that hidden way back in the recesses of your brain somewhere. Yeah. I tell you, there's another good one I got to tell on Todd, and this won't take but a second. But Brett had just come to drive for us, and we were up there for about yeah, it was up there. Well, it was up there for six hundred. That's race with about one, and uh, motor started going out with about 10 laps to go but what was so cool yeah, uh, Brett said now, you ain't gonna believe what Todd's getting ready to show up with and Todd pulls up and he's in his Fendi car and it's got Unidine on the side of it it's painted it looks better than our car it looks better than Jeff's car and he's got it, he said look at that said, my little brother's got there he got this big sponsor on the side of the car and we can't hardly get nothing but Todd, Todd run good and uh but it, it, it like I say he he had people had, had a lot of confidence in him and he he, he everything he drove he took for a good ride but uh that was a neat deal there yeah, that was, uh, so I was working for Highline Racing at the time, which was Bobby Hillen was the driver, and him, Ted Condor, and Felix Sabatis were all owners of the team, and it was a Bush team. That's and right. yeah. that's, that's when Charlotte started the Sportsman Series, and I was just working for the team. I was a fabricator, tire changer, did all that stuff, and I asked him if I could build a, a car in the shop, a sportsman car, so we could race it in Charlotte. And in fact, Greg, you and you and your dad were kind enough to to give me a lot of parts for that car. And along with I think Rick Hendrick, Jeff was driving for Rick at the time, and and Waddell Wilson was his crew chief, and they gave me one of their old chassis. Uh, we were affiliated with Stavola Brothers because Bobby was driving for Stavola Brothers, and they gave me some stuff. So all of, all of my friends in racing gave me parts to build this car, and I built it in the shop at Highline Racing. And Uniden, like Greg said, Uniden was the sponsor on it, but Uniden was a product that Felix sold, and and he just he basically put him on the car, and he gave me the money to, to go race the race. With. And uh, yeah, that was that was good times. That's back when it was fun and simple, you know. I. We, we rolled up there. My buddy had a, oh, it was like a 69 Ford pickup that was blue and faded out. And we had a single axle trailer behind it and threw the toolboxes and tires in the back of the pickup. And we rolled over there and went out there and was one of the fastest cars and ended up getting spun out in a race, but didn't crash it and came back and finished second the next time. So we, we had a lot of fun back then. 
Yeah, it sounds like it, and it has changed a lot. And that's one of the things I wanted to uh, bring up with you, Todd. We're talking to Todd Bodine, FS1 personality and two-time truck champion. Um, you know, we got this new car coming out next year with uh, uh, the next-gen car, I guess is what they're calling it, with a one-lug nut and a... It was an independent suspension or something like that. You know, and it's just going to be in the Cup Series, but do you see anything, uh, any sweeping changes or any big, vast uh, changes coming to the Truck Series? Because, I mean, I, personally, I like it when you know what to expect, uh, and I don't know what's going to come of this new Cup car, but do you, is there anything in the works that you know of for the trucks, any any big changes? Uh, no, it, there's there's really no big changes. I the trucks will have a composite body eventually. Um, that's at least two years down the road, maybe probably even more than that. You know, it, it's the old adage: if it's not if it's not broke, don't fix it. And right now, the truck series is strong. You know, they a couple years ago they they came along with the Ilmore motor and decided to have that spec motor in all the trucks, and that really solidified how strong the truck series is because now. Uh, a local short tracker can buy a motor and go to a few races, Martinsville or whatnot, St. Louis, whatever, and and uh, you know that motor is going to last them five, six, seven races. So the, the the investment in that motor is it's worth it, you know. And it, well, that's the that was the tough part about the truck series for a long time is the the motor cost. And uh, right now, the truck truck series is so strong, a great, great field of trucks, teams, yes, and, and a lot of great young drivers. You know, the truck series, when it started, was the series that the old guys like myself and Skinner and Musgrave and Hornaday, it was when we were kind of at the end of our cup careers, but we still wanted to race. That was the place we went and raced. And now the, the truck series has turned into a proving ground. We've got all these young drivers, incredibly talented young drivers that have come into the series and you go out and watch them every week, and all they know is wide open. They don't understand what that brake pedal is about, and it makes for great <laughs> racing every single week. It does, and uh, I can say one other thing. Uh, trucks seem to have been, from the beginning, on a, on the cutting edge of the different kind of courses. I remember some of those first years when y'all raced at, a, I can't remember the name of the track, but it was like an, a, a square out in California someplace, and uh, I don't even think it exists anymore, but y'all were the first to run on the dirt at, uh, or come back to the dirt, I guess I should say, at Eldora, and now you've done it um, with two dirt tracks this year. And the road courses, and uh, uh, there's a great variety of the different place the venues that you guys race on, and I think that's terrific, especially the dirt. I love the dirt. Well, you know, that's kind of the, one of the uniquenesses about the truck series is uh, it, it allows NASCAR to let's, let's say experiment a little bit and and see what can happen with some of these different things, and of course, running the Eldora Dirt Race was a huge experiment that paid off, and you know now we're running Cup Series on dirt at Bristol. So, you know, there's no reason that these guys can't go out there and and put on a great show, which which they do every time. And uh, you know, the, the series is just strong enough to be able to pull off stuff like running its dirt races. Yeah, I, I, I love watching the trucks and uh, the. Um 
I, I like it when they have all three series at the same tracks on the same weekend. But on the other hand, here comes an ambulance, Todd. As I said, we're outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the variety, the young, I mean, the drivers, you're talking about how young they are. I mean, we are talking really young and that you're moving up with uh, um, sons and brothers of uh, other drivers and and uh, that are running maybe some trucks and ARCA and maybe some Xfinity and females like Hallie Deegan and uh, it's just great. The truck series looks healthy to me. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, the, the series is strong. The ownership group in the series is strong. Great teams. And like I said, it's it's become it's it's gone from the the old folks' home and where everybody goes to retire <laughs> to to be in the the place where guys come and girls can come and get proven and show that they can drive race cars and uh, you know it's made a lot of fun for us as broadcasters to be able to cover it and and watch the growth of these these kids and and how they do you know we've we've seen a guy like Zane Smith who came in last year and never raced the trucks before and course we didn't have practice so he was going to these racetracks without practice and doing incredibly well in fact he he got his first win at michigan last year and he'd never even seen the place before and that just tells you the level of talent that these young kids have today uh, to be able to come in here and do what he did and and like haley's doing so uh yeah it's, it's a great a great series and a good place to come get your career started well they'll have their hands full next week you guys are at watkins Glen. Yeah, yeah, it's a couple of weeks away, but yeah, they... You know, Is it a again, couple of weeks? I thought it was next week. Okay, but yeah, anyway, but, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a couple of weeks away, but there again... Yeah, um, yeah August are, 7th, gonna, I got it here. Yeah, they are going to get a li- little practice, so, you know, they, uh, they get to go up there and have fun and understand and learn the track. Um, actually, you know what, I don't think they are getting practice up there. No, they're not getting any practice. They got to start without practice. So, for a lot of these kids that have never been there and on that track, it's, it's going to be difficult. But Watkins Glen is such a fun road course. You know, of course, for me, it's home. Uh, yep. I was brought up. I was brought up, born and raised, about twenty minutes from the racetrack, thirty minutes from the track. So, uh, I love love going up there. We don't get to go up there very much, but I'll be definitely uh, enjoying watching and covering it on, on FS1. And we'll be enjoying and watching you on FS1. Tell us about it, you know. And, uh, Todd, it's, we ran a little over, but it's great having you on the show. I love your input and the things you have to uh, add to our um, broadcast here. And Greg had to step away, but on his behalf, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, best of luck to you, and we'll be watching you. All right, guys, no worries. And stay cool down there, and anytime, give me a call. Can't be, but uh, about 114 out here in this uh, <laughs> used car lot. But uh, thank you so you. much, Todd. We'll talk to All you right, next buddy. time. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. That's Todd Bodine and uh, another great guest for Greg. And we have a dadgum raving beauty walking up the steps right here with <laughs> with uh, Jada Tesnier, Alan's daughter. And uh, Jada, it's been a long time. Haven't seen you in uh, quite a while. And uh, I tell you what, you get saddled saddled up with a headphone, and we're going to take our next break here. Um, You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports.
Sports 1498.3 FM. Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership, family-owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife, Rita, are Boiling Springs natives and proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie handpicks every vehicle and posts the best prices up front at ImpexPreOwned.com. Find the car, truck, or SUV of your dreams at a price you can afford at Impex Pre-Owned. Asheville Highway, Boiling Springs. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. The Fox Sports 1400 app is the best way to keep up with Spartanburg Sports Scene. Download it now by searching Fox Sports 1400, either at the Apple Store or via Google Play. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine, wine pairing or the ideal gift jim and the staff at palmetto spirits will get it in your hands palmetto spirits located at the corner of reedville and anderson mill roads make phillips and long fuel chesney your source for propane in spartanburg county they offer propane for hot water heaters cooking and heat they can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season not only do they sell propane but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane if your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you want a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. And speaking of money, here's the money girl, and we haven't had her on the show in quite a while. Ronnie, back up a little bit so I can see Jada. How you doing, Jada? Good morning. How are y'all? It's great having you on the show. What's going on? Oh, well, we've got some um, local races um, that have are not... Uh, currently running, but Hare Speedway is running tonight, as well as I think Dad mentioned earlier, huge race called the Carolina Sizzler. Did he save you some stuff to talk about? Well, I, I was really <laughs> just stopping by to say hello. We were in town this weekend, and so I you're not going to get off that easy on this show. If I, you walk by, you're going to get a headset <laughs> and a microphone. Well, the Carolina Sizzler is is a race that um, is it's its first race at uh, Charlotte. Uh, dirt track and they've really done a a great job trying to promote it this week um not only this week but in the past month um they it's actually a two-day show and um i know we mentioned earlier 
that 85 is is really just a horrible no uh, unusable as far as i'm concerned there we go unusable and um so quite frankly i think that we'll be renting it on um tv tonight and watching it and actually if if you do a um, three month subscription. It's like fifty five dollars. You can cancel at any time. Um, so for fans that are wanting to uh, see our local drivers perform, you can you can certainly rent it um, on um, on TV. Um, the, the event page is called the Carolina Sizzler. It's on Facebook, but um, they are featuring mid east street stocks, uh, your late models, your mid east modifieds. Your topless outlaws. Topless uh, outlaws. Topless. They're going topless tonight. It's hot out there. I like the sound of that. It's hot out there, Perry. They've got the red clay 602 late models, the front wheel drive four cylinders, and super late model practice um, is tonight. And then tomorrow night, um, they're going to come back with kind of a, a second second day race. Um Everything starts around 4.30 for the driver's meeting. Um, I did see where if you wanted to, you could pay $75 to go up in the suite tonight. Mm. Um, Now, food and beverages are not available, but I'm sure the AC is nice and cool (laughs) up there. Um, But uh, they are, like I said, they've done a great job trying to promote this deal. And um, they've actually added, uh, or will add, $1,250 to the highest car count um, in the division. Second highest car count gets a $750 purse bump. And third highest car count gets a $500 uh, purse bump. And then... They're, they're doing something called Pack the Track, hashtag Pack the Track. Okay. And, I, you know, with with COVID last year, our, our dirt tracks certainly um, took a hit in the attendance. So if they reach 50% capacity, which is approximately 7,000 fans, so if 7,000 fans show up, they're going to give away to 10 lucky fans $2,000. Wow. Ten lucky fans. Ten lucky fans. $2,000. That's pretty good. Now, if you get 75% capacity, which is 10500 15 lucky fans are going to get the two grand. Good grief. Now, if they pat the track with 14000 <laughs> there's going to be 25. I love that number, 25. Yeah. 25 lucky fans are going to get $2,000. And then, in addition, each um, division... We'll get an extra five thousand, um, depending on how many fans show up. So the business must be good, then some well, good sponsors I, I'm to it. You know, somebody's got to have it somewhere. Yeah, but it is Charlotte. Um, it is a very you know the purses certainly um, aren't you know the ten thousand dollars. You know, I think tomorrow night they're paying eighteen. Right at two thousand yeah. for street stock. However, it's just the name. You're, you're at yeah. Charlotte. It, it's it's the dirt tracks that most uh, ladies, because I refer to Braden Pruitt um, right. and gentlemen, want to win at. And so um, I know a lot of local racers are going to be going there, um, especially since Cherokee is not racing this evening. So we certainly wish them all the luck in the world and safety as they travel. 
And um, just take twenty nine to Blacksburg. I, well, I'll I'll take twenty nine to my TV tonight. <laughs> pay the twenty nine. Perry. Well, if you want to go, but you know the. Uh, uh, 29 to Blacksburg and didn't get on 85 in North Carolina and you should be okay. So, uh, well, that was mighty nice of Alan to leave you some stuff to talk about. Absolutely. And then tonight at Harris Speedway, it's the second annual David Higgins Memorial Race with the City Chevrolet 602 Thunder Series late models. And they are competing for 1500 to win. Also, they've got Renegade, uh, Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bombers, um, Pure Stocks, Stock 4, um, and Young Guns, as always, pits are $30, stands are 15 kids 12 and under get them free, driver's meetings at 7 o'clock, and then they'll turn them loose after that. Sounds great. Yes. Got anything else? That's all for, for the weekend. Well, that's good. Yeah. Let me ask you a question now, because I'm not sure I always get the straight scoop oh, from uh, Alan, but... Uh, when are we going to get the 25T back on the track? Oh, Speaking of your favorite number, Harry. 25. Look, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Every time, it never fails whenever we're at the lake. Either we're at a marina or we pass somebody and they recognize either our boat or, or jet skis or something. And they'll flag us down and speak to Danny and say, well, wh when are you going back out there? Um, so, I, I'm not sure. Um, we're just... we're. We're taking it week by week, and, um, you know, Gaines, our son, is 14 now, and um, we're just trying to give him the best possible summer as, as can be. Um, you know, with his autism, I know that his life will change in the next year or so with his friends starting to drive, so um, we're just trying to make the best for him right now. I understand completely, and yep. uh, I know Alan's been talking about some... Uh, He's been doing a little shopping around, and, uh, oh, yeah, there's a nice picture. Beautiful. Which one's he showing? There's no... T oh, yes. <laughs> and he has friends at Lake Greenwood from up here, so we stopped by and picked them up. But um, certainly have, you know, thankful for Race Monitor app to keep us in check, and certainly the race show to uh, keep us in tune with what's going on locally and also with NASCAR. And Well, you know you've always got a... An open invitation here. I, I tried the first time I met Jade a couple of years ago to, to give her a whole segment. And I said, look, take 11. Can't have it now. We've had to find something else. But I said, take 11 to 1120 and talk about whatever you want to. I know it. So, uh, But it's still open. You do it and we'll... Uh, We'll figure it out. Well, I appreciate that. It's right. always good to be here. Well, it's great to have you. And just stick around. We'll bring you back on. I've got a little bit of time here to probably uh, get some of my statistics out of the way. I killed a lot of trees last night to print this stuff. So let me see if I can get into some of it. We've already touched on the fact that Kurt Busch was the winner last week over his brother Kyle Busch, who couldn't get by and was not blocked. I don't care what Kyle says. Uh, third was Martin Truex. Fourth, Alex Bowman. Fifth, Ryan Blaney. Sixth was Tyler Reddick. Seventh was my pick, Chase Elliott. Eighth, Christopher Bell. Ninth, another good run for Matt Benedetto, still auditioning. And tenth was Brad Keselowski. Looking on down the line here, going to the point standings. And not the, uh, the playoff standings, not the point standings. Kyle Larson is out front with four wins, with three wins. Each are Martin Truex and Alex Bowman. With two wins each are Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott. And then the following have one win. And, of course, they're ranked by their...
stage points that they've accumulated. Sixth, William Byron. Seventh, Joey Logano. Eighth, Ryan Blaney. Ninth, Brad Keselowski. Tenth, Kurt Busch. Eleventh, Christopher Bell. And twelfth, Michael McDowell. And then you've got four guys that haven't won a race yet, and you know they're going to. I say that every week. Denny Hamlin and Kevin Harvick are dead ringers to win a race. Um, Austin Dillon and Tyler Reddick are the other two. Austin is a previous winner, and uh, Tyler's never won one yet. I don't. Tyler hasn't won a race, has he? No, I don't think so. And on the outside looking in, pretty close there, are, uh, is uh, Chris Boucher, Matt D. Benedetto, Ross Chastain and Bubba Wallace. So that's how the cup looks right now. Moving over to Xfinity. And we got to talk about Xfinity a minute because we had a real good run last week by Jeremy Clemens. And he was up there. Uh, the whole race started way back because of his lousy finish the week before. But he had an excellent race in and out of the top ten. Never could quite get a get a, any stage points but when it came down to the finish he was right there and crossed the finish line side by side with uh um uh, uh, justin allgaier but justin nipped him for seventh so the winner of that race of course was kyle bush everybody else was running for second as soon as they started him up and uh that he went five for five in the xfinity series so uh so yep. I think Clements would have had just a little bit bigger finish if they wouldn't have had so many caution laps right there. Yeah. He yeah. had a brand new set of tires he sitting did. there. Come in, put them on, and got back out there. And I was texting you, what is this caution about? Yeah. What is this caution? And, and then a car will stall and they'll have seven laps of caution. Yes. That's ridiculous. And I want to make a comment because I just, I, I, it was amazing. And I since when I first started texting you, he started 19th, I believe it was, but he was passing cars as fast as he could get to them after that race started. I mean, he went by Austin Cindric in the Penske car like he was tied to a post. I mean, he just took off. And uh, I think now he realizes, and I've been sort of misleading uh, when I do the point standings every week because a car behind that's not, that's not ahead of... Um, Jeremy has won a race, so he's automatically in. So when I keep saying they're taking the top 12 cars and Jeremy's 11th and has got a place to play with, well, that was wrong. He doesn't have any place to play because the car behind him is has a win. But that was a Credit Karma Money 250 at Atlanta. Kyle Busch won it. Jeb Burton was second. Noah Cragson was third. Justin Haley was fourth. Ty Dillon was fifth. Uh, Brett Moffitt was sixth. Seventh was Justin Allgaier. Nipping... Jeremy Clements, who was 8th, and he did. He came from 19th to 8th. Ninth was Sam Mayer, and 10th was Austin Sendrick. Now, the points, and this will be accurate. It's been accurate previous to this, but, I mean, I'm, have got that. Uh, he, he did himself a lot of good last week because he needs to keep getting these good finishes. He needs a good one today at Loudon. He is 11th, which actually puts him on the bubble to get into the playoffs. The good news is he's five points behind Michael Annette, who had a terrible... They had a couple of wrecks there towards the end that really helped Jeremy out. He's got... Um He's five points behind Michael Annette in 10th, and Brandon Jones is 43 points ahead of him in 9th, which might be a little unreachable right now. But Miat Snyder uh, is the guy we're talking about who has a win that's behind him. Um is in no matter what, so we're not worried about him. So we'll go back to 13th for Riley Herbst. And Jeremy has a 54-point spread over over uh, Riley Herbst. And uh, that's, it's going to take a while to catch that up if uh, um, 
you know, hopefully Jeremy can maintain his position. With some good finishes, he won't get caught. And Brandon Brown, who drives that number 68, that's always a thorn in Jeremy's side, it seems like, is a 14th, and he's 56 points behind. And he got caught in one of those wrecks last week, and really. And they don't say, the announcers don't say, oh, this really helps Jeremy. They say, oh, this is really unfortunate for Brandon Brown. Well, you know, that's just, huh? anyway. Uh, oh, I got to back up here for Cup for a second. But I will tell you that the starting lineup today at um, New Hampshire for the Xfinity race has Jeremy Clements uh, starting eighth. So instead of 19th because of a lousy finish, a good finish has got him starting eighth, which is where he finished last week. Let me go over to Cup real quick. And if you think about it, the only two bad finishes Jeremy had was one with a starter and yep. the other one was with a wire. Yep. He has not tore his cars up, so knock on wood for Jeremy that... Uh, as long as he don't tear up race cars, they can keep making them cars faster. That's right. And you've pointed that out. And that's, nothing could be truer when you're not spending your time uh, trying to figure out how to get it back on the trailer. Uh, today's left the cup. Let me back up for just a second. They were assigned positions for that one. And uh, Kyle Busch is on the pole. Second is Martin Truex. Third, Chase Elliott. Fourth, Kurt Busch. Fifth, Alex Bowman. Sixth is um, Denny Hamlin. Seventh, Ryan Blaney. Eighth, Tyler Reddick. Ninth, Christopher Bell, and tenth, Chris. Um, I'm sorry, Kyle Larson. Looking on down at some other notables, uh, Kozlowski is sixth. Harvick is. Uh, I'm sorry, is thirteenth. That's a sixth row. Harvick is twelfth. Uh, uh, Bubba Wallace is eighteenth. And uh, going on down the line, I think we've got a thirty-nine car race. So uh, anyway. That uh, pretty much covers Xfinity and Cup. Let's take a break here, and we'll come back and uh, finish up our second hour with some more uh, statistics uh, and uh, a great interview coming up at the top of the hour with Waddell Wilson. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Clay 464 details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. We are Fox Sports. The home of the Spartanburg Vikings is Fox Sports 1400. WSPG Spartanburg. This is all. Now on FM at 98.3. 
Nice jumper. When your game's that hot, you need to cool down with an icy treat from McDonald's. Like any size Minute Maid, Pink Lemonade, or new Strawberry Watermelon Slushy for $2. Or any size new Frozen Coke, new Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry, or McCafe Ice Coffee for $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price of participation may vary. Limited time only. Time to combine and offer combo meal. Coca-Cola, Fanta, Minute Maid, or Richard's Trademarks, the Coca-Cola Company. Start your engines from Impex pre-owned, and uh, man, it's a beautiful day out here. There's people been walking around the car a lot, and you know what I noticed? I noticed that when you're looking over the inventory here, I mean, not that you can't get a salesman, but they let you l- yeah. look around a little bit. They don't come out here and uh, attack you like uh, Ellis Murphy used to make me do when I worked at the Cadillac dealership in the 70s and 80s. Well, they got the paperwork up in the windshields where you can just sit there and look inside the windshield and actually see everything about this vehicles. Yeah. Well, I tell you, they do it right here. And I hope but they we do can... have several good salesmen. Oh, yeah. On staff. Oh, they they're just, there. They're they there just working. don't bug you. They're working the phones, and they got some deals going on. So uh, if this place wasn't successful, you wouldn't see these outstanding vehicles that they've got here. No. I mean, they got some nice-looking stuff. Now, I'm partial to the trucks because I love trucks, but they also have some fine-looking cars on the lot. Yeah, they do. All right, speaking of trucks... That's called okay. a segue in the business. Uh, they're not racing this week, and I thought it was next week, but as Todd Bodine just pointed out, it's week after next. On August 7th, they will be at Watkins Glen for the United Rentals at the Glen. And uh, we'll talk Listen, about that I more still in depth maintain, next week. I still maintain, if you are a successful truck series driver, you can drive about anything. Well, yeah, I think so. I don't know about after this year. Next year it might be different, but... Uh, uh, somebody honked a horn, and we got a we got a salesman on the way. So that's the way you do it. Just yeah. If you want to be kind of like the beacon drive in, honk the horn, you get a curb hop. It used to be that. Do they still, <laughs> well, have still do service? that? Yeah. Yep. I I hadn't been at a beacon for curb service since my mother uh, was in the nursing home, but she liked to go out there, and of course she couldn't go in. But we'd right. honk, and they'd come out there. But they, they don't do hang that. the little thing on your window anymore. No, huh? Well, I I miss that. That that was fun. Okay, trucks. Uh, they're not racing uh, until two weeks from now. But the point standings, John Hunter, ne- John Hunter Nemechek is first. Second is Ben Rhodes. Third, Austin Hill. Fourth, Todd Gilliland. Fifth, Zane Smith. Sixth, Matt Crafton. Seventh, Sheldon Creed. Eighth, Grant Enfinger. Ninth, Carson Hosevar. I like to pronounce his name. And tenth is Stuart Friesen, the Canadian. Looking on down here, you know... Um, Hallie Deegan is 17th, Ryan Truex is 16th, but Todd Bodine was talking about when it first started out, it was uh, it was like where old uh, race car drivers go to retire. And I'm looking down this this uh, point standings here. We still got Johnny Sauter. He's pretty long in the tooth. He's, uh, he's 14th in the standings, and he's probably around when they first got started uh, with this truck series, or I know his father was. Uh, and if you watch the last race, John Hunter Nemechek outrun Kyle Busch again to make it two to one in the three races that they raced together. But he couldn't really say nothing because Kyle's his boss man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, and I will guarantee 
that his boss man did not cut him any slack. No, he don't. No, he won't cut. No, he went, didn't cut his brother any slack no. last week, did he? Now, John well, Hunter Nemechek's father was John Nemechek, yep. who uh, my wife and I were at Homestead Speedway for the truck race when we lived in Miami when uh, John Nemechek lost his life. And uh, so I have a special. Uh, and he was just a little bitty baby then, John Hunter Nemechek. So I have a special place in my heart for him. Now, Arca. Arca ran last week at Elko, New, Me- uh, New Mexico, Minnesota. And uh, you're not going to believe who won. Corey Heim. Oh. Well, he, we, he, he and Gibbs are the only two people that have won. But if you look at this on uh, that race on um, YouTube, as I did last night, Corey kind of moved uh, Ty Gibbs out of the way, and Ky, Ty Gibbs sort of said, "Well, I, you know, I got a memory, and I'm a young guy, and he's a young guy, so we'll uh, this will play out in the future." But he, uh, it was a restart with like four laps to go, and Corey just said, "Excuse me, this one's mine too," and moved uh, Mr. Gibbs out of the way and took the win. Jesse Love was second. Third was Gracie Trotter. I'm thinking that probably a woman. But I wouldn't swear to it, but I think it is. The car is owned by Kathy Venturini. Uh, fourth is Ty Gibbs. He fell back to fourth and couldn't catch back up. Uh, it was a 250-lap race, and Corey and uh, Ty Gibbs um, led 236 of them. And the others were by Corey Hine, the other 14. So Nick Chan, I'm sorry, Taylor Gray was fifth. We won't go any further than that. Arca. Do I have the point standings here? I believe I do, yes. Uh, Corey Heim is first. He's got four wins in five races. And Ty Gibbs is second. And he's got five. Corey Heim has got four wins in nine races. That's what I meant to say. And Ty Gibbs has got five wins in nine races. And nobody else uh, has even scratched. Thad Moffat is third. Nick Sanchez, Sanchez is fourth. And Drew Dollar is fifth. They race tonight at Berlin, Wisconsin in the Zinser Smart Coat. 200 and uh, i'll do the tv uh later but that is on mav tv if you want to watch it you switch back and forth uh between that and the the race that uh jada was talking about and the one on cbs so there's a lot of racing tonight well uh, i think last time we was going to watch a little bit of racing down here at jada's i went by the the wings place over here off union street and got about 50 dollars worth of wings and went down there and you know it might know it rang the race out <laughs> but they said bye <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Leave it, the wings. It didn't rain the wings out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a, that, what's that, a TNT Hot Wings? TNT Hot That's Wings. That's a big sponsor on this show, uh, on this station. I don't think they do our show. Maybe they do occasionally, but uh, TNT Hot Wings, I've heard a lot about it. Um, so, I don't like hot. I, let me tell you, I do like hot if it's well, like gumbo and they stuff. They got teriyaki. They mm-hmm. got everything in there. You well, could, you know. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll try them out. Okay, I printed this one out here in uh, Panorama rather than Portrait. Not sure why, but we got the ended results. Um, well, they, there are no results. They haven't raced in a couple of weeks, and they won't race for a couple more because everybody, and you know if Deb's thinking about going, it must be big because she's a stock car person. 
But on August the 8th at 5.30, that's late in the day, they've got the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. And that is on the streets of Nashville, Tennessee. And I can't wait to see them cross that bridge. Well, if they're going to cross the bridge, then they're going to go back across the bridge. they got to get back. Yeah. It's not I, a one-way what, race. Well that's, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was saying last week. It's a nice wide bridge, but it never dawned on me until we were doing the show last week that they had to come back. So they're yeah. going to have to put some sort of median in there. Or it could really hurt. But uh, the Indy point standings right now, and I enjoyed the Indy series as much as anything that's out there. As Alex Palou is uh, still leading the points with a 39-point lead over Patricio Award, who is a me- from Mexico. Palou is from Spain. Scott Dixon is third, and he's from New Zealand. Fourth is Joseph Newgarten, and he's an American. Fifth is Marcus Erickson from Sweden. Sixth is Simon Pagino from France. Seventh is Colton Herta from the United States. Eighth is Renas VK, and I believe he's from Belgium. Ninth is Graham Rahal from the United States. And tenth is Takuma Sato from Japan. That's a pretty uh, international field, if you ask me. And uh, a lot of people don't like that. Personally, I do. So that was your first ten, and we're just... Biding our time till we go to Nashville and see them cross that bridge. Well, you was talking about Indy cars and stuff like that. Well, next week I hear that they're going to start these street stock cars over here at Cherokee Speedway for the big $10,000 race. I heard they're going to start that race three wide. Now, what, what is, three wide on dirt. What is a street stock? I mean, I couldn't take old, old red around there, could I? Uh, no. Uh, no, you couldn't take red around but, there. But, I mean, it's but, uh, uh, Pretty, pretty much a basic car without... No, a, it, it's, the word is deceiving. Just like... By, by like stock car. About like stock <laughs> car. There, stock? Is okay. nothing, there is nothing stock about a street stock car. I'm glad that you raised that up. I could not take my... What I used to call limited sportsman car. I could not take my limited sportsman car down there and run street stock... Because street stocks can actually do more to their cars than I could to my limited sportsman car. Ah. So if I move down there, I've either got to chop my car up, and then once I do it, I'm committed to that from now on. Okay. And I mean, that's... Uh, well, you I got go, more than one car, though, don't you? I got... Well, well You yeah. can chop one up and yeah. not chop another one up. Uh, we got to get you back on the track. We... We... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's while he's thinking about that, let's move on to Formula One. They uh, they did not race last weekend, and the point standings are Max Verstappen is first, Lewis Hamilton is second, and cut off where it's got the points behind, but he's pretty close. Um, Sergio Perez is third, Lando Norris fourth, Valtteri Bottas fifth, Charles Leclerc is sixth, seventh is Carlos Sainz eighth. Daniel Ricardo, ninth Pierre Gasly, and 10th Sebastian Vettel. Uh, but they do race tomorrow morning, and you don't have to wake up at dawn to see this one because it's in England. It's a little further. Uh, it's not so many time zones away. And they race um, the Silverstone Pirelli British Grand Prix. Pirelli, of course, a very famous racing tire. tire and I think when I got my first Mustang, it, it had Pirelli's on it for some reason. But anyway... Uh, That'll be tomorrow morning. We'll get the TV times on that a little bit later. And now, happening today, we've got the WeatherTech Sports uh, tomorrow. The w- 
Today's the 17th. It's today. That's the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. They're running the Northeast Grand Prix at Lime Rock, Connecticut. Of course, uh, Mike Hill's drivers, Felipe Nasser and Pipo Durrani, fresh off of a win at Watkins Glen, um, will be uh, uh, their third in the standings. 114 points behind Olivier Jarvis and Harry Tinknell. The leaders in the points of the uh, Daytona prototypes are Ricky Taylor and Philippe Albuquerque. So the bad news is, um, well, there's not really any bad news. I'm going to try to watch it if I can on NBC Gold, which I pay $5 a month for. But uh, the... uh, the race itself, well, I'll do the times in just a second, is on a same-day tape uh, delay or video delay. Let me go to that right now, and uh, and we'll just about wrap up this segment. So I'll just do the TV now, and the last hour we'll have it made with uh, Waddell Wilson. So today, uh, 11.25 to 12, so uh, it's on right now is the Formula One qualifying at Silverstone on ESPN2. Then at 2 o'clock to 3.30, NHRA qualifying at Colorado. Not sure what track that is. I just threw it in because uh, we did try to touch on some drag racing, as we did earlier today. 3 o'clock is the Xfinity Series on NBCSN. 3 o'clock, Jeremy Clements. That's at Loudon, New Hampshire. At 5.30 to 8.30, same day delay is uh, the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship from Lime Rock on NBCSN. I just touched on that. So uh, you will be able to see it, 530, uh, just as the Xfinity Series is over. So if I do know what's going on, I won't tell you. At 8 o'clock, the ARCA Series is on MAV-TV from Berlin, Wisconsin. And at 8 p.m., the Camping World SRX has their final race on CBS from um, Nashville, Tennessee at the old Nashville Fairgrounds. And that's a, that's a good old track. They're trying to bring it back to run some more races on it. Greg? Um, well, Greg didn't have his headphones. When y'all won Nashville with Benny Parsons, was that at the fairgrounds? Fairgrounds, yeah. Yeah, at the fairgrounds. So that's what Bud Moore, uh, there you go, Bud Moore's car uh, won that race. Uh, maybe we can talk to Greg about that in a minute because we're cutting, getting it pretty close here on the time. 9.55 or call it 10 o'clock in the morning on ESPN is the Formula One from Silverstone. And at 3 o'clock. On NBCSN is the cup race, NASCAR from Loudoun. So we did all the results and all the, the t- TV. And uh, what does that say? Uh, the Daytona prototypes will not be running in this race. It's just the GT it's cars. the GT on. cars. I fell into that trap last year. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I fell into it again. <laughs> but the... Uh, it's on the schedule, so I don't. I don't know. I, I thought. I thought it was them. So I'm not sure when their next race is. We will find out and have it for you next week. Uh, you know, I bet that's why it's the same day tape delay because it's not the, the upper echelon of the uh, of the Ipsa division. Yes, and uh, so. But they're coming off a win, and uh, they're red hot, and I can't wait to see what they can do. When we come back, yes. Could you think if NASCAR was to put the Xfinity cars with the Winston Cup cars out of the day and the truck series in there like uh, IMSA does? Oh, oh, you have them all out there at once? Yes. Oh, that's a, that's a hey, And do it on dirt. But, but no, uh, that's, a, that's a novel idea. And that would probably work good. 
probably work good about anywhere, but uh, you think about uh, Road America when they got four miles to work with, it might work real good. So, uh, But we're going to come back after our next break and do an extra hour by popular demand. And we're going to have Waddell Wilson, Hall of Fame engine builder. And uh, I tell you what, uh, looking so forward to talking to him. Greg, you get uh, get some good questions to talk to him about, and y'all can talk way over my head about engines and things. But we'll be back after this break. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Be right back after this. been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are your home for the Dan Patrick Show weekday mornings at 9 is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are Fox And here's what you need to know. As we speak in round three of the British Open, Louis Oosthuizen still has the lead at 11 under par overall. He has parred all five holes he has played today in the third round. But the story right now is American Jordan Spieth, who has birdied three of the six holes he has played in the third round to move into sole possession of second place, just one shot behind leader Oosthuizen. Colin Morikawa, who opened the day in sole possession of second place, has now bogeyed two of his five holes today. He has moved four shots back at seven under par overall. Dustin Johnson is five shots off the lead today. He is plus one through six holes. In Major League Baseball on Friday night, the San Diego Padres scored a franchise record 24 runs in a 24-8 victory at Washington. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey everyone, this is Ben Ingram. Wake up weekday mornings with Tyler Sugart on Bump and Run from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on Spartanburg's home for the Atlanta Braves, Fox Sports 1498-3 FM. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our 
estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA. NYSE and SIPC. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. There's a new sandwich shop in downtown Spartanburg. It's the Sandwich Shop. Sam and Mitch are two local guys making roast beef, corned beef, and meatballs in-house. They pile it up high to build French dips, Rubens, and meatball subs. I know Sam and Mitch, and I can tell you, you're looking for a couple of ringers for your best ball foursome. I never slide. Look elsewhere. But if you're looking for great sandwiches, take advantage of the free parking at City Hall and visit the Sandwich Shop, 201 Wall Street, downtown Spartanburg. The Hub City Farmer's Market is open every Saturday from April 3rd through December 11th. The Hub City Farmer's Market features fresh local produce, meat, and dairy products. You can also pick up artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday features live music and activities for the kids. Shop local with the Hub City Farmer's Market, part of the Northside Harvest Park at 498 Howard Street. Open Saturdays, 8 a.m. to noon, April 3rd through December 11th. Winning takes a strong team effort, and you'll win when you trust the Capasi Glass Mart team for your commercial and residential glass needs. Storefronts, auto glass, safety glass for heavy equipment, window and insulated glass, patio doors and plexiglass, mirrors, expert repair service. Plus, Capasi Glass Mart provides 24-hour emergency board-up service. Call the Capasi Glass Mart team today at 583-6200. That's 583-6200. Capasi Glass Mart, serving the upstate since 1975. Capasi Glass Mart, helping your team win. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your rhythm. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host, for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the third hour of Start Your Engines as we have a special three-hour show today from Impex pre-owned used cars, or pre-owned cars, not pre-owned used cars, that's almost like a redundancy there, isn't it? And, Sounds uh, like worse than a lemon or something. <laughs> we, uh... We're out here in a, on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Come by and see us and uh, pick out one of these 
fine cars that he has on display here. And it is my great pleasure to introduce Hall of Fame engine builder and crew chief, Waddell Wilson. Good morning, Waddell. I guess it's good afternoon now, Waddell. Yeah, good afternoon. Nice to be with you guys. Well, it's great to have you, and I remember uh, Greg and I, we're going to take credit for this, whether we deserve it or not, but we were saying uh, when we used to interview you a few years ago that you were going into Hall of Fame, and you seemed to have a little doubt about it, and I said, nope. Uh, Greg and I said, you're definitely going in, and you did make it in, and uh, it's it's fantastic, and uh, it just added to the other Hall of Fames you're in, and um, thanks for coming on the show. Well, I appreciate the invite, but, you know, that was such an honor, but I didn't want to get in unless people really felt like I deserved it. Well, you do. Oh, no doubt about it. You, <laughs> whatever, you more than deserved it. Like I said, they couldn't put everybody in at once, but uh, you went in there all for early. But, uh, yeah, rumor had it, it, it used to build a motor or two, and, and uh, uh, it, it, I always heard a controversy about the 427, 429. I, we need to dwell on that or anything, but that is, that is interesting. But what do you think about what I always saw on the short track deal? I think they're going to run this last one tonight or whatever. But uh, what do you think about that deal on dirt with those fiberglass bodies and stuff? You talking about Ray Abraham? Deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's amazing that he was able to come up and think about doing something like that and then actually make it happen and then get CBS to carry it. You know, it, it just has its pluses, minuses. You know, it's first year doing it. You know, I know if they continue on, they will continue you know, grow it and make it much better. And, uh, you know, they're wanting to put more cars in it. That would definitely help. But, uh, and then the bed, the, you know, they've got a nice crowd of drivers, that's for sure. But uh, I've watched some of them, and it's pretty interesting. Yeah, they're going to run tonight at Nashville at the fairgrounds, which uh, I guess that track, I don't know if it's been used locally any, but on the national spotlight, it's a... Uh, it hasn't been around in quite a while. I know. Did you have any success there? I was just talking to Greg about when they won with Benny Parsons back in '81. Yeah, yeah, we run with Pearson back in the uh, back in the '60s, '68, '69. We were there with Bobby Allison. Uh, you know that that was an unusual racetrack. That was a fast place too, wasn't it? It was. It was definitely fast. It had it, it. I think that thing that what it was about five eighths, really. I mean, it was a, yeah. it was like a big half mile. I don't know how they officially measured it, but uh, that's pretty high bank. They'd get around there pretty good. I know uh, some train reads in our car used to handle pretty good. One up there would be anyone. Uh, one up there would earn hard. And I thought we had it one with Bobby one time, but I think the motor blew up. Uh, but uh, yeah, Bobby I, I was, was good feeling. there. <laughs> Pearson was but, awful good there. Oh yeah. Well, Waddell, you've uh, you've you've worked with about everybody, and uh, uh, I know I just and I, we talked about this last time. I'm not going to get into it this time, but I was looking at YouTube last night, just looking at anything, and and saw Kale Yarborough's flip qualifying that year at Daytona, and uh, I know that was your car, and it was it was hauling the mail. Um, you 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 worked with anybody, you worked with everybody, and had success, and. Uh, that has to be great to look back on all the all the different lives you uh, interacted with. You know, it, it's quite amazing being able to do that. But I have to give the credit for John Holman for hiring me and giving me a job in the engine room with Holman and Moody. And uh, I remember the 
other side of that story is when I went in the engine room, I, you know, the boys that run the engine room in West Virginia, they didn't want no North Carolina boys in there. <laughs> they'd give me the things, and, you know, I knew they didn't know anything about my background, but I'd been building engines. But at that time, I was with Cummins Diesel in Miami, and then I come home and I build engines there. But anyway, they'd give me things. I think, you know, it's odd they're giving me this to do. But anyway, I'd do it. And finally, they give a, they gave it to me to try to get me to fail. They wanted to mess up the parts and pieces. And uh, anyway, Lee Terry was over the engine room. And about a month or so, he, but meantime, when I'd go to lunch or to break or whatever, they'd check anything I was doing, try to find something wrong. But Lee Terry finally said, boys, there must be something special about it. But we can't find nothing wrong he's doing and, uh, you know, this boy came to the Hall of Fame three or four years ago and won it, told me that that's what went on. I figured it's something <laughs> like that, but I didn't know it. <laughs> I know I was, uh, I wrote a, uh, some, a chapter of a book one time on, uh, James Hilton, and I think I've mentioned this to you before that he worked, uh, he said he worked in the engine department with you at, uh, at Hallman Moody. Yeah, that was quite a character there. <laughs> well, he, hard to believe he, he was, was with us. Then all of a sudden, he leaves, and now he's driving a race car. You know, he James is a very, very individual. And he's very talented too. I hated losing him. In fact, we're here on the highway that uh, you go on up at about another five miles, and you'd go right to his old shop. Um, what else? You know, there's so much going on today, and then uh, and with the race cars, uh, especially this new next generation car coming out next year. Um, I, I mean, a one lug nut and a independent suspension. What what's your uh, feelings about this car that we haven't even seen run yet? Well, it's a 180, and I know it's a big gamble that that car is taking on. And you know, I haven't seen one of myself. I've just heard people talk about it. You know, the one test they run, it hadn't been very successful. But, uh, you know, they've, they've, they're determined to do it. So we'll just have to see how it turns out. But I wish them the best with it. I just hate to see them doing it. Yeah, it's, they're getting further and further away. with the. I guess they'll have composite bodies, too. So uh, just, uh, I hate it, too. What can I say? I, I, I want to touch on one thing, and this is on a personal note. Um I met you years ago up at Alex Beams, and um, and I, 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 I'm just I've written a few books and I do this radio show, but I, you know I'm not a racer, and but you call me, we got fairly close one time at one of those signings, and you were actually to the point we were sitting beside each other, and you were calling me by my first name, and I'm I'm still very proud of that. Uh, but we lost Alex Beam yesterday, and we've talked about him oh, quite no. a bit on the show, and he was a special person. He really, really was. He was one of the finest men I ever met. And some of the stuff he had up there was unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, what else? It's unreal. Motors, cars, Anything. Yeah, it was amazing to go in that place and look around and see what he had been able to collect. It's amazing he could put that all together. It's, it's unreal. It's unbelievable. Well, I hope his son Sam keeps it going. I, I, I need to reach out to Sam. I'll let we'll send some flowers, Greg and I, and let things uh, clear up a little bit. But I want to talk to Sam and and uh, I mean I don't know what we could do to help him, but. Alex meant a lot to me, and everybody, like you, Waddell, and Deb Williams, who's on our show now, and I, I mean, I could sit here for the rest of our 
our uh, show naming people that I would have never met if it hadn't have been for what if it hadn't have been for Alex Beam and uh, um, he was special to me too and uh, we're all going to miss him big time yeah he was a great person well tell me what what do you do now um, is there a lot of demands on your time that you're in the Hall of Fame the NASCAR Hall of Fame which is not the only one you're in but uh, yeah well you uh, know that pandemic came along and it kind of just put the quietest on so many things that that had been planned so it it hadn't really got back going full force yet anyway yeah well I'm sure it will um, we uh Mike, uh, I mean, Alan Hill is on our, our show here. He's one of our uh, um, co-hosts. And his brother's Mike Hill, who worked for Junior Johnson for many years. Did you did you know Mike very well? Oh, yeah. I remember Mike well. Well, well Waddell, Mike said that they had a cylinder head man up there named Bill Altman, who was also, I guess, at Holman Moody. He said that she was pushing a big block forward down the hallway and said somehow or another that block got out of that engine stand and said, you just walked around there and picked it back up off the floor and stuck it back in there. If you done that, I don't think any boys at Holman Moody was going to say too much to you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I still can't believe I done that. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, a big, big block. Big block. It had a boiler plate bolted on the back end of it with a tube, you know, where you put it into the stand. And I was pushing the wrong way. And it just, <laughs> I don't know, it just slid out and on the floor it went. I just reached down there and picked that thing up. And how, you know, the thing about it, just picking up one thing, but then getting it stuck back in the engine stand, this is being sealed. <laughs> oh. See, that's another part of I picked that up, yes. stuck that back in there, and the good Lord's the only thing I can say it helped me. Because I, I flipped that thing off, and I figured, I hope nobody didn't see that, but I figured it was the noise it made it, they had everyone up look at it. But they said, I don't believe I'll mess that stuff up again. <laughs> well, what is this? Probably forty or fifty years later, and it's coming up again. So uh, I tell you, that we got some people, we got some co-hosts here with Greg and uh, Alan that uh, they've been around and they know some stuff, and they they know. They know a good bit of stuff in the closet, I guess. No, yeah, some bodies I, I, are buried. Maybe that about me putting that block back in the engine stand. <laughs> I bet you haven't thought of that in years. No, I really have. Well, Waddell, I tell you, um, I, I, you're right about the COVID. I, I try to forget about that thing, but it's kind of hard to. But, yeah, that did I, slow down a, a lot of things, I guess, they had planned. I don't even know if they've had any. They've inducted people into the Hall of Fame, but I don't think they've had any kind of formal ceremony or any, or, or you not know, yet, television you know, or, little, or anything. No, not yet. They're supposed to, as far as I know, in January, you know, pick back up and, you know, learn our little ease in it. And, you know, they've cut it down to three people now. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Well, what what do you do? You ever go to any races, or do you ever uh, um, write any articles, or other than us bugging you, like Greg gets you on our show once a year, which we love having you on? Uh, what what do you do to take up your time? I, you'd be a well, great I've book. Been, I, I've been working at you know while we uh, transmission rear end place. You know, uh, we you know lease tra- uh, gears and trannies, and I've been taking care of that. Magnus, the name of the company. They're in, in oh, okay. Greg, that's kind of interesting. Now, is that transmission, of, uh, uh, I've heard the name, but it, is it along the lines of a Jericho or something? I mean, I, yeah, the big it, thing uh, is, is 
biggest thing Mike Bangett feels is you know, rear ends, those quick change rear ends, and all them boys from up north seem like, you know, send all the gears down. And their train is also, he rebuilds them, and he's coming out with his own transmission. So he's got it going on, but he's going to quit doing the the nine-inch board, you know, rear ends for the cup and truck and, and uh, Xfinity. So they gonna, he's going to discontinue that. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, them nine-inch forward pumpkins, them things was heavy, wasn't they? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I I I had to crawl underneath there a few times to help them a little bit, but I I usually hit behind the hot dog stand at Martinville or something when it comes time for something like that. <laughs> I was I was always they couldn't find me. Well, I didn't know they used to hang out, told and hide. Yeah, the worst one is the Ford transmission when they came out. That you know that was one of the heaviest transmissions I ever tried. Take out of the car and put it back in on the jack stand. But the rear end was pretty heavy too. They would lighten them up quick, quite a bit. The ring gear and pinion and the locker and the housing, each each piece has been light, so it's much lighter. They've got it down to eighty pounds now. Well, right now you've got uh, children involved in motorsports, don't you? Did, but they're out of it now. Oh, well, is that my, right? Yeah, my son Greg, he built engines for Gibbs there for a good while. And at one time, all three of them worked with me, uh, Harry Rainier. Let me ask you a question and I, I, before we let you go. And this, this is something we discussed about earlier uh, today. Ronnie Black, a member of our, our one of our co-hosts, and he was asking about you specifically. And he said, I wonder with the way they do the engines today, the way they... Uh, yeah, you know the way they're supplied to the to the teams and everything. Uh, however, that's done. I, I'm not exactly clear on it. Would Waddell Wilson uh, would it, would he have been a big name like he like he turned out to be in the old and in, in the other you know previously? And I hate to say the old days because that's where I come from. But uh, <laughs> and, I mean, I had to honestly say no because you don't. Even I don't ever hear the name of any engine builder. When back in uh, back in Budmore and and uh, oh, I mean the, the, the Waddell Wilson. Uh, there's so many others. Uh, Runt Harris and Robert Yates. Robert Yates. I mean, I'm letting out some, uh, forgetting some obvious ones here. That's why I didn't want to go there. But I mean, I'm, that's kind of a shame, don't you think? That the engine builders, well, their, their, their names aren't out front like they used to be, right out front. Yeah, that's the thing in the past. You know, that's uh, like it, uh, you know, Rick Hendrick. That's a family line. And then the Toyotas, they're built in California. So, and, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's nothing like it used to be. Yeah, you. it started at Rick Hendrick's being a family line deal. You know, one on the block, one fit pistons and, you know, balance it. And, you know, it just down the family line, it would go. So nobody really got credit for anything. Well, that's a shame. You know, like, I mean, you know, that's just... I worked at John Holman, you go get your blocks and cranks and rods, and, and then you take care of your own. You're on your own there. That's it. And if it fell on the floor, you had to pick it up and put it back on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Darrell had to put the court. Why they took a four point seven by itself? I never come up with that. <laughs> but, that, but me and Daryl have all the time putting them things in block, you know, three fifty one block or three oh two, and I mean, between me and him, it was a little bit easier than one man. 
But uh, it's still pretty hard. I, I can't see how he done it. Really, as heavy as that thing is. But I don't uh, see how he done it either. He'll pick that thing up by myself and then stick it, and then been able to get it back in it. Well, maybe maybe that was the secret thing. more stuff running running so good. You, you you were dropping it in the floor in a certain spot you knew to hit to, to, to make something happen. That's kind of like hitting the wall and then the car starts running bad. Yeah, yeah, something like that. No, I tell you, Waddell had this bad habit about one thing. His cars run too fast down the straightway. I had a bad habit of that. I don't. I, we couldn't get our car to have quite that habit. I'd like to go through the corner and then sort of hold its own down the straightaway. What else? If it runs too fast through the straightaway, I had to get so I different driving sometimes to get it through the corner. It runs so fast. But Waddell built tons of motors. Well, used to. Yeah. Waddell, tell them Waddell. Used to the car used to come in the garage area. You used to pop that hood and you used to go to that motor. Nowadays, these these boys don't even know what changing a motor is at the racetrack now. Yeah. No, we'd even at one time change them during a race. That's what I'm glad that Southcar quit that. I mean, we'd burn in our hands and hurting ourselves, and, you know, you can do it probably 20 minutes, something like that. Junior Johnson ended up with a record changing the engine during the race. But yeah, they quit letting them do that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you're talking about Junior, talking about engine man. He had up there, he had like four rooms, and whenever he got a new engine man up there and he built his own motor to break it in, they went to the dyno, and it was his first motor. Junior would send the boy around the back with an M80 firecracker, <laughs> and whenever he revved it up, he'd let that M80 go, and it'd scare that boy half to death. And it, it just broke the ice between them. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Junior was a rare individual. Yeah. Well, Rodell, it's been great having you on the show, and... uh Hopefully you'll come back uh, year after year. Greg had to step away, so on his behalf, I, I'll thank you for your friendship with Greg and Bud Moore, which uh, enables us to get such fantastic guests as you and uh, and everybody that we get. Uh, I, I don't know that Greg ever gets turned down for to to uh, to have a guest on the show. So thank you so much, and uh, and uh, it is the best of luck to you. And I hope we get to talk to you again next year. Oh, yeah, whenever, anytime. Be glad to do it. Appreciate being on your show. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. That's uh, that's Waddell Wilson, Hall of Fame uh, crew chief. And uh, sorry for a little uh, switching of microphones there. Greg had to leave and Ronnie moved in. And uh, I should have just unplugged it. But anyway. Well, Wilson is a card. Oh, yeah. He He really is. He He had a Hall of Fame hairdo. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it right there. That was a hairdo right there. He had a Hall of Fame hairdo. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, let's take a break. We're going to come back and uh, sort of coast to the finish line. we got two segments to go. Hopefully, maybe Hank Guyton will call in. I mean, uh, Tony Adair will call in from Cherokee Speedway. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. 
Impex Pre-Owned is raising the bar in the car industry. Impex is a different kind of dealership. Family owned and operated. Jamie Nodine and his wife Rita are Boiling Springs natives and are proud to be serving the Boiling Springs, Inman, and Spartanburg communities. Jamie and his staff are committed to providing excellent customer service and making sure your experience is simple, transparent, and fair. Visit Impex Pre-Owned today. Conveniently located off I-26 on Asheville Highway. Don't just dream it, drive it at Impex Pre-Owned. For scores, high school football schedules, articles, and everything going on here at the station, download our app today. Just search Fox Sports 1400 either at the Apple Store or via Google Play now. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift jim and the staff at palmetto spirits will get it in your hands palmetto spirits located at the corner of reedville and anderson mill roads make phillips and long fuel chesney your source for propane in spartanburg county they offer propane for hot water heaters cooking and heat they can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season not only do they sell propane but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane if your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Do you own a rundown house or a property with problem tenants? Did a relative leave you a house behind on maintenance and all the problems that go with it? If any of these things are true, Upstate Property Solutions can help. Upstate Property Solutions buys homes in any condition or circumstance. Foreclosures, condemned homes, mobile homes with or without land, it doesn't matter. We have a solution for you. The best part is we will pay you cash. So give us a call today at 256-0727 or visit UpstatePropertySolutions.com. Consultations are free. It's uh, Bad Moon Rising, and we have a, looked like a Carolina moon up there last night. That's like the one you see on the state flag, but we got a, what do we got here? We got about half an hour to talk. Okay. Hey, Alan, I uh, I mean, Alan, Alex, if, if anybody wants to call in, uh, we'll take a phone call since we're, we got a lot of show left here, and uh, one of our guests is, looked like he's not going to call in, so um, we will be uh, winging it on the fly here, but if, if any of our listeners want to call in and bring up something about racing or talk about just about anything, we're at 864-468-1400. And that's how you get a hold of us here at Start Your Engines, and Alex will take your call and put you on with us. 
and we was talking a little bit about engine builders just a second ago uh, when my brother left and went on up there to Junior Johnson's and I was still down here with Daddy's dirt car and next thing you know uh, Mike told me he said bring the heads up here and uh, that man I was talking about a little bit earlier about talking about Waddell Wilson was Bill Aldman he done the heads up there for Junior Johnson and back then it was all steel heads uh-huh. and I walked in there with that set of steel heads and Bill Altman was kind of going to do them, you know, Aaron Jr. shop and stuff like that. And uh, he kind of looked at me and he said, what can I do to them? I said, what do you mean, sir? <laughs> he said, well, what all can I do to them? I said, I still ain't. I still, he said, what's the rules down there? I said, sir, I said, down there, we don't protest. No, we don't protest. We don't go across scales back in. We didn't do nothing. I said, this more or less, you bring it, you can run it. He just started laughing. He said, uh-oh. <laughs> he said, these boys are going to be in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> hey, anybody so, ever got caught grinding them cast iron heads? Oh, I had. we had a set. But don't get me wrong. Back then, uh, the cooling systems on our cars and stuff like that, we used to come in and they and motors be running 280 degrees and it would be puking water out the top of them and steaming. And uh, you could sit there and you could hear that motor go, bing, bing. And you say, well, did we just crack a head? Uh-huh. And if you cracked a head... And you got water in the oil and stuff like that. You had to take the head off of it, and you had to take it to Dover Head Service in Charlotte. And once you took it up there, they'd go in there, and they would magnaflux that, that head, and they could actually go in there and and pin that head and solder that head back together for you yeah. to save that set of heads. Well, But we don't hardly have that problem anymore since uh, all this, I ain't going to say updated stuff which is good we hardly ever have my, sometimes I have a hard time keeping my car getting up to 180 190 degrees and a good motor won't run good till it gets about 190 to 200 degrees is that right yeah there's something about the combustion system in the in the cylinder walls and stuff like that that it loves that about, about 190 to 200 degrees and then you start making some good horsepower. But it likes cool air, right? Cool air, but likes uh, likes hot cylinders, kind of. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, but, I mean, uh, that's where yeah, the combustion's uh, going on, so it makes yep. sense. And uh, don't get me wrong; if you can cool it, you can uh, you can make you can make good horsepower. Just like at night time, whenever we got cool air at night, come fall of the year, especially on dirt tracks, whenever it gets cool, you got cool air going in the carburetor. You got a cool racetrack. You got moisture coming up. Boy, those race cars can get her on with the program on dirt. Yeah, I've always heard that cool weather was race engines like the cool weather. I wish they would have held Bristol Speedway at night whenever it was dirt. You would have seen a whole lot better racing going on once the sun goes down. If you watched uh, last week's race, sometimes whenever the first and second turn with the stands up there, or not stands, but... uh, the banner signs up there got putting shadows on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Did you see the yeah. cars go up there and start racing? Yeah. I mean, uh, cooler the racetrack, price where the car's going to go. Well, I tell you, um, I hope somebody that knows as much as you do about this is telling them. You know, that, that maybe they, they ought to think about they, running the, the they, Bristol they, race at dirt. Uh, well, I mean, at night, because uh, the dirt race at night, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because this year with the flood they ended up having it 
<laughs> two, three days later anyway. So I don't see what the harm would be to run the thing at night if it, it would make a better show. I think if a computer would tell them, about like they're doing to Atlanta right now. Yeah. If a computer was to tell them, they'd do it. But yep. somebody walk up and tell them to do it on dirt, <laughs> no. they wouldn't do it to that, save their... They wouldn't believe it. That's that's true, and that's and that's what Waddell was talking about. He touched on it, and I brought it up, but he touched on it. That uh, I, I mean, you know, I hate to be one of these, you know, get off my yard kind of guys or anything, but it's just so much has changed. I, that's why I like the one of the reasons I like the the IMSA Sports Car Series so much, and and Indianapolis is they don't make any pretense that it was. I mean, it was. There was ever a stock car involved. Um, stock car racing for us that are old timers like me. I'm 69 years old. I've been going to the. Our, my earliest memory is uh, going to the fairgrounds when the Fonny Flock won in 1955 on July the 4th. I mean, it's just not the same to see this evolution, and it's been a little by little. Safety did some things. Um, and then, uh, you know, like the window nets and uh, and even the straps that held the back hold the back glass in. You know, I know all all of the things that took place to make those uh, changes come about. And 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 then you got soft walls and and some of it's good, some of it I don't. I think it's taken away from racing. Kind of like Todd Bodine was saying a little bit earlier. Uh, Whenever he was racing in the car, got so got so hot, it got so wet that it stretched the seatbelts. Yeah, that was that, funny. Now you see drivers get out of the car, and uh, they're not sweating at all. No. I mean, used to, drivers used to get out. And if you run at Charlotte, you run the 600-mile race at Charlotte and run the whole race, you lost 12 to 15 pounds. You know, we had Ricky Rudd on last week, and I think it wasn't it at Martinsville one time. He got out and just had to lay down. In Victory Lane, and he might have been propped up by the car. He might have just been laying there. But uh, um, we're gonna. Um, what you got there? Uh, we got a special guest who was. Uh, oh, I got it turned all the way down because uh, y'all were dropping it and everything. We got a special guest, the owner of this place, Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie Jamie Nodine is here. Jamie, thanks for joining hey, us. How you doing? Doing great. What a great day! And uh, it's pretty. And it's hot, but it's pretty. Look. The sun's gone behind us or over. You're good now. Yeah, it feels... Too bad you ain't doing a show from one to three. Well, that's true. But uh, I tell you what, it's uh, great of you to have us up here. And it was nice talking to you beforehand. And I've never personally interviewed you in person. And we've done it over the phone a couple of times. But um, you started out here in Boiling Springs. You went to Boiling Springs High School. And it's just... Uh, you're telling me about your dad owns a, a tire business in Boiling yes, Springs. And you've just been in this area forever. And... Uh, Open this business and not just for Boiling Springs, but for Spartanburg yeah. and the whole upstate. Yes, yeah, so I've traveled a lot. I mean, I've been near and far a whole bunch of times in my life, but this is always home, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm from here, from Boiling Springs, grew up in Boiling Springs, and went to Boiling Springs, and still live in Boiling Springs. So, yeah, we, we, we're locals here. I've been all over, not the world, but a, a lot of places, but this is home, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier, uh, and I want to get some of your thoughts on the air about it, but, uh, you know, you're hearing a lot these days about cars just aren't available. And um, and it's mostly, I guess, new cars aren't available. But if people can't trade their old car for a new car, it's, it's, it's affected the... Uh, used car market or the pre-owned car yeah. market as well so uh, you're having to deal yeah. with several issues at once sure yeah i mean it's a domino effect you know 
you know, in order to get trade-ins, uh, obviously they got to be selling new, and if they don't have any new to sell, they don't have anything to trade. If you don't have anything to trade, there's not going to be that much in the market. So you got to, you got to search, search, search to even try to find anything. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I stay up really late at night and get up really early in the morning trying to make sure we keep the place full. Well, I mean, just looking around here, and I, you've had a good bit of traffic in here today, yeah. and I, I, I told it. On yeah, the these air- fine people here just came down from Tennessee. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is uh, is that what they came down in, or are they going back in they, something different? They heading back in something <laughs> different, but. Uh, but uh, they're going to get some lunch and then be back. Okay. Um, and that's what I was commenting on earlier. When people come on your lot, they're not not like Ellis Murphy did when I worked at Murphy Cadillac <laughs> Pontiac. You know, he expected you to be out there by the time the door slammed. But uh, yeah. you guys let them walk around a little bit and encase the joint and sort of uh, don't really bother them uh, about... No, no pressure whatsoever. No, we try not to be them. You know, it, it pretty much starts with me. I'm not that guy anyway. I don't... You know, I don't appreciate, you know, when you walk in somewhere. You want somebody to be close by in case you need exactly. help. Exactly. But you don't want to be tackled. So, right. <laughs> you know. That's a good way to put it. I mean, you know, I try to kind of model it after what I would like or wouldn't like. And, you know, sometimes you do get some of that. Well, why didn't they talk to me? But then, but then on the flip side of it, they don't want you talking to them too much. Yeah. You know, everybody's different. But, right. no, we don't do that. We you know, people comes on, we'll let them get out and browse a minute. We'll be within shouting distance if you need us. Holler at us or wave at us. We'll come on, but we're not going to tackle you or mob you and try to force you into anything. Now, you, uh, I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but have, and I know you you got the best deals and you do everything you can to work with the customers, whether they're buying one cold off the lot or, or trading one, but uh, are Used car prices higher now than normal? They are. Gasoline? Well, they are. I mean, they are. Everything's higher than it was. You know, it's just supply. You know, when supply goes down or demand goes up, the price goes up. Actually, we're turning less of a profit because we're having to pay more for them and still try to sell them as close to what we were selling them for as before. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, keeping a lot full is one thing, but making sure you can sell them they don't see here is another. So that's a fine balance right there between, you know, turning a profit, but yet costs being higher and, you know. We we got to keep them moving. I'm 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 not no millionaire, so you know you get a you get a bunch of cars here. You got to let them go. You know, yeah, right? I'd rather make a little bit on a lot of them than I would a lot of them on a little of them. You know, <laughs> good, well put. Hey, stick around. Let's take a last okay. break right here, and we'll be right back and uh, and talk to you some more. Okay, we're uh, we're at Impact's pre-owned here on the Asheville Highway, about uh, oh. Five miles from downtown Spartanburg. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498 FM. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6 and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Driving West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this. And you want it to sound like this. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. 
then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. We are The home of the South Carolina Gamecocks is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. This is our now on FM at 98.3. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit at UpstateLogistics.com. This is Jeremy Clement, and you're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lou. Asheville Highway in Inman. We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy. But also juicy. And tender. Okay, it's crispy, juicy, tender. All one word. But then, also pickle. Oh, and potato bun, which is two words. Okay, we can't sum up our new crispy chicken sandwich in one word, so... You'll just have to try it to understand it. Order ahead on the McDonald's app at participating McDonald's. Welcome back to the last segment. Start your engines on Fox Sports 1400. Jamie made the crucial mistake of delivering three pizzas <laughs> at, at the end of the show. I'm going to tell you, I ain't much about Little Caesars, but that thin crust is pretty good. It's delicious. I never had had it, and I, and I, I, I always get thin crust when I, I can. I used to hate Little Caesars. But, I mean, listen, for six, seven bucks a piece, and this thin crust is that good, I'm in all day. Yep. Well, I'm gonna you finish. You feed army with them things. Uh, Eat all you want. Still have some left. I'm <laughs> gonna finish this piece I got. Y'all were doing fine off air, yeah. so keep going. Well, Jamie, I was talking about it a little bit earlier. Uh, tell our viewers uh, the couple that just left here from Tennessee. How did they know that you had that certain vehicle on this lot? Well, the internet's a wonderful thing nowadays. You know, so we had a website, obviously. You know, mpexpreon.com. It's uh, you know, we got here all the prices, all the cars, 80 pictures of each one, details, exactly what every configuration, every car we have, uh, trade-in tool, finance application, it's all there. So, like, you can be, I was telling you all fair, I can be sitting in California, or a customer could be sitting in California, and with a, with a you know, I'm not much of a technology guy, I didn't start out that way, but... You know, technology's power, and they can shop, and we got people coming from all over. I promise you, gas is a dollar on this side of the bridge, and it's $2 on that side of the bridge. 
You go into the daughter's side. You're it's right. the same thing, you know? You're right. So, and, uh, and don't get me wrong, you see these companies that will ship them. All yeah. you got to do is call yeah. them up and say, hey, I think you was in that shipping business, wasn't you? Yeah. Or yeah. hauling business yeah, or something? Yeah, did that a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, we'll even deliver them, too. I mean, you know, obviously they charge you a little bit to deliver them. And, but, I mean, listen, if you're saving $3,000 on a car, truck, whatever, and this happens to us five, six, seven times a week. We'll get people that'll call ahead, do everything, and all you have to do is make sure that when they get here, what they think they seen online is exactly the condition and the quality of what it is when they get here. And that's on you. That's not on the customer. That's on us. Yep. And we do that. We make sure they're perfect. And we get we we get as many people come from out of town because of the internet as we do locals. So. Um, you know, not only we have a website, obviously I mentioned it, mpexpreon.com. We, I'm on every single third-party site, so you're not going to click on autotrader, cargurus, cars.com. None of them places to not see our cars. Like, I'm not a technical guy, but I am smart enough to understand where I need to be. <laughs> Thank you. And, but, but, yeah, we get we sell piles of stuff out there. We got one being delivered to Charleston on Monday. Um, people come from West Virginia. They've come from all over here to buy I think we see some of that in our re- what is it, Carvana? <laughs> you see it on the back of Jimmy Johnson's yeah, pants, he, he, don't you? Put his uh, <laughs> rhinestones and car. But let me now. You just made me think of something that I'm so dumb about some things, about a lot of things that this never crossed my mind. So in other words, if you go to Car Guru, that's not a place where they got a bunch of cars. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, but if you buy, you find the one you like at Car on Car Guru. It may be in your lot. Yeah, hopefully it is. But, I, but I'm saying it's not like Car well, Guru. Listen, they give it's you, not like Car Guru is located in Omaha, oh, Nebraska, no, no, and they got no. a big, big field no, for no, cars. No, no, no. It's just a, it's just a website, and obviously oh, we pay to be on there. Now, we pay to be on there. But what good does it do you to be on there if you got the car with the highest mileage at the highest price? You want to be the lowest mileage, best car at the best price. It sounds corny, you know. When you're always telling people best price, you know, best car, yeah, 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 they think it's just a tagline, but it. Listen, it moves a needle. you got the nicest, newest, cleanest, best quality car out there, and if I'm willing to sell it to you $3,000 cheaper than the next guy, you may not want to travel to Boulder Springs, South Carolina. That might not be where you plan on being this Saturday morning. But guess what? You're coming. You, it ain't that I've made you. You've had no choice. Yeah. And that's the key. You're not reinventing the wheel here. You're just trying to... You know, it's it's helped the consumer actually. It has, and I never realized the, what the concept was until That's it. this very minute. Yeah, I, I thought Carvana had this big lot full of cars. No, and, um, well, and it's just online. That, that's what it boils down to. And the difference is, like with a Carvana or some of them other sites, and I shouldn't be mentioning their name, dropping plugs to them. But uh, <laughs> but either way, with them, nobody's listening. I'm saying, <laughs> with them though, they deliver it to your house. You don't know what you have before you sign the paperwork. With us, the difference is, yeah, you might have to travel here, but you got a chance to test drive that car, crawl under it, over it, take it to your mechanic, show your mama, beg your wife, can you buy it? Whatever whatever you want to do before you sign the paperwork and obligate yourself. So we actually have the best of both worlds. Well, personally, I wouldn't buy a car except for the, the way you well, just described. Well, me and you wouldn't either, but we're not, we're not 18 or 23 years old. No. We're, we're, I, they do that now. I was 18, 20, uh, 18 or 20 years old back in the early 70s. Well, when, what I was getting at a little bit earlier, Perry, is when we was 18, 20 years old, we used to have to drive to the dealership yep. to see what come in that week. There you week. go. 
There you go. They wasn't, but listen. <laughs> we didn't. You, it ain't been that long ago. 20 years ago, you might drive the Spartanburg, and you had to ride all lots to see if you see something. You, you may pack your family up and go to Greenville on Sunday evening and ride all those lots. But you never thought to go online. Here's something else that I don't think happens anymore. I could be wrong. I haven't worked at Murphy Cadillac Pontiac since 1979. <coughs> Excuse me. But people used to come in there, and they'd pick out their upholstery and their color. That's on new. Yeah, but I'm just saying, does, yeah. that, even, does that still yeah, happen? They still because do, yeah, they still do that. Do they? new, but we're talking about the yeah. pre-owned stuff is just what, what a dealer has, he has. You know, the new stuff, you can still order it, just like you used to, but the pre-owned stuff, you just had to go from place to place. And don't get me wrong, had a friend the other day talking about he's wanting to get him a new one, but they're telling him it's eight to nine months out. Yeah. He said, well, that's next year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I might as well wait for there you what, go. next year's model. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But, right. but listen, the Internet has made us, you know, it's, it's helped us a lot. Obviously, the local community, just like, being on the radio right here, having you guys up here, which I appreciate you being here. It's actually an honor for us. But, but you know, getting the word out locally about us being here, sure, and the Internet kind of does its own thing. But that's, that's you know, that's 50%, 60% of our business here is people that don't know me, that don't know us. And, um, you know, they want the convenience of shopping online, it, at home, unbothered, but then they want to show up here and have decent people to deal with. And, I mean, that's what that's that's kind of like, you know, that's what our niche is. Well, that's it. Perry, kind of like our signal only goes out so far, but you can go to podcast and get it yeah. worldwide. There you go. Right. There you go. So it's, it's, it's a, for not a very smart person, it's a finicky business to be in. But, but yeah. it's a fun business. I really, really love what I do. I enjoy it. Okay, what's your, uh, you got a very nice facility. Thank here. you. Got a small porch. I done crowded y'all up all day. <laughs> That's all right. I, I can hang on another 10 minutes. I've done two hours and 50. Um, what's your long-range goal here? And I don't mean to to, no. to to provide great service for, you know. For no, no, country. no. I'll just be but, honest with you. I mean, it's not hard for me to, uh, I mean, I'm no different than any other entrepreneur in the world. I never started this to stay small. You know, I mean, it might sound silly to you, but I'm a guy that, you know, when I say enough is never enough, it's not in terms of dollars and cents. It's not greed. It's growing. It's growing a company that I can leave behind one day when I am gone. That's got a culture. That's got good employees that loves to come to work. That stays long term. And my family, my daughters, they have a legacy left to them. That's something they can do. And my long term goal is to, to one day buy a big, big store. Or an old grocery store turn into a. We got plenty lot. of those yeah. around. I don't think they ain't on my radar, and I want to stock a thousand cars and sell five hundred a month. That might sound crazy, not from a greed standpoint, but from a culture. That's what I'm trying to do. It's culture. Now you talk about, uh, and I, and I don't mean to get too personal here, but I've heard it mentioned. No, nah, listen, you can't embarrass me. Ask no, me I'm not going to embarrass you. I would never do that. <laughs> I want to come back, maybe even buy a car someday. <laughs> but uh, you got. A daughter. Two. Two daughters. Yeah. Okay. Any sons? No. Thank the Lord. My wife thanks the Lord every day I don't have a son. Well, then you wouldn't have been around if somebody hadn't wanted a well, son. I know, but, but <laughs> I know they you... say the Lord will give you what you can handle, and that's girls for me. Well, I got two. Well, I got I, one of each, so. I'd be done fist punched a son probably the way these sons are nowadays. Not if you got one like mine. Well, he, probably. He's a Marine, and I, and I saw your tattoo sneaking out from under your shirt mm -hmm. there. My, my Marine son is a... Uh, 
He's running out of space to put him. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And I, and I, <laughs> I was appalled at first, but that's just the way he is. But there's never been a greater guy. And my daughter, she's uh, finishing up Carolina. But your daughter is at, one of them at least, is at Coastal Carolina, yes, sir. right? Yeah. Yeah. She's down at uh, Conway, South Carolina. Beautiful Coastal. campus. Oh, it's beautiful. Love she it. loves it down there. and. We've got a 16-year-old that's at Bowling Springs High School, going to be in 11th grade this year. So, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, eventually I'd like to. Eventually I'd like to move down that way once I finally ever quit and just sit on the beach all day. You got a boat, don't you? Used to have a boat. Oh, you don't have it anymore. That's a sore subject around here. <laughs> well, it's a hole where you put pour money into it, right? A hole yeah. in the water. That Listen, you put I, money bought, in. I bought it. And it was one of those center console boats, and the kids was screaming out, "Put it in the inlet!" And it stayed here three days, and it left. And Ryan Clary aggravates and ribs her about that, but it really gets her sore, gets the daughter sore, because it never touched the water before I sold it, and she's like. She's like everything in our family for sale when it really is not. But that's that's what she gets irritated. <laughs> well, I can tell you what. I remember listening to uh, Open Mike when they were saying, well, we got a boat up here now. Yeah, yeah it lasted three days. <laughs> and then it made a bunch of people mad in the family when I sold it. Mm, well. But that's how we eat. That's how you eat. Speaking of which, uh, I had two pieces of this Thin Crust Little Caesars, and it was delicious. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate you having us up here. No, it's and, an honor uh, for me. It's an honor for you guys to be here. Well, I, it's, I think Clary's up here once a week. He is. And um, we get an occasional bone thrown to us and get to come up here on a Saturday. I'm sorry I missed the last one, but this is my third trip this year. And yep. I've never been treated better, and I certainly appreciate yep. all you do for the community. Trying to supply good, high-quality, pre-owned vehicles that you can trust. You don't have yes, to sir. worry about breaking down up here at, uh, for, in front of the fire department or no, anything. Yeah. I tell people all the time, we ain't going to fall out over no money or no car. So if I wouldn't drive it, I ain't going to sell it to you. Well, that's a great way to be. And, Jamie, please come back and talk to us again. Uh, we got about five minutes here to wrap this thing up. And um, look forward to meeting you uh, or coming up again and, and meeting the folks that come in here and look at these great cars and your sales staff and just never been treated better. All right, pal. Thank you, everybody, coming, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Hey, appreciate thank you. It. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. And uh, that's Jamie Nodine from Impex Pre-Owned, an all-around great guy, don't you think? Yes, he is. And I look out here to sign there, and I see where it says impexpreowned.com. Yep. That's where you can... Uh, boy, well, I, I mean, did I just fall off the tomato truck or something? Because I, I did not realize how car guru and all that stuff worked. Yeah, I did just fall off of it. Yeah, you okay. fell off of it. Well, I, I at first thought Caru, Car Guru only dealt with private owners. And until I bought my last truck off of Car Guru, I didn't know that they worked with car lots. Yeah. And listen, it's the best of both worlds. Well, like I said, I thought they had one big lot in Topeka, Kansas that said <laughs> Car Guru out front, and they all came from there. All right, what a dope. All right, well. We've had a great show today. We've had three hours up here and uh, with um, Alan Hill and Greg Morg had two fantastic guests today. Absolutely. And uh, Greg's walking back in here. Unfortunately, we only got three mics and uh, maybe uh, maybe you can say a few words there, Greg. Thank you so much for uh, getting us such great guests again. You, uh, you do it every week and we don't expect you to do it again until next week. Well... Just fortunate enough, I've been sport for a long time with Daddy, and these people got wound up being friends with, and uh, 
you know, they, that's why racing people are. It's kind of like a family deal. He was in the era that I was, a little bit ahead of me. But, uh, yeah, I, we had a great show, and people didn't come up here and... They didn't come over and buy them a car. Got a bunch I might like to have. Well, thank you, Greg. We'll be talking to you uh, during the week, getting us up another guest lined up. And, Alan, great uh, pulling stuff out of your hat for uh, getting Waddell Wilson's memory going back 50 years. Well, Waddell sounded great to be what? 85. 85. 85. Born in 1936. The way his voice sounded, I think he could just about pick that block up again. <laughs> I bet he could. I started to mention that. And, Ronnie, you did a great job. You got a piece in your hand and a mouthful of it so we'll let you uh give you a, a slide here but come on up uh, we've had a great show there's tyler getting ready to tear us down uh, hey it worked out okay buddy the sun went away and uh only sweated for like an hour <laughs> tyler sugar listen to him every uh every morning i tell you i got so sick of the espn guys uh at the network uh zooming and uh J-Lo, whoever all those people were, and I started listening to Tyler about six or seven months ago, and he's got a great morning show. I love oh, it. He really does. He's Bum got a good, good sense of humor. He goes on a vacation, comes back, and, and does a whole show on, on just an airplane ride. So uh, <laughs> Tyler Sugar does a great job, and we appreciate him setting us up here and, uh, and the people at Impact's pre-owned for having us and Clary and uh, people back at the station, everybody that, that set this up for us. We appreciate it. So, uh, like I said, we got Greer Dragway. Yep. If you don't want to go to Greer, go to Harris. We got round track racing at Harris, straight line racing at Greer Dragway. Thanks, Hank Gotten, for everything you've done. And uh, keep it. Keep it between the fences, but I'm a few minutes from that. No, that's what. Well, I don't know if I got a fence over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, look, it's been a great, great three hours it went by very fast we appreciate you alex you did a great job back there in the studio and uh the scenery here is getting a whole lot better as we, as the seconds go by thank you for listening to start your engines we're going to be back next saturday with some great guests and remember natalie we're not coming but keep it between the fences You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McDonald's.